de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hello, bienvenidos. Welcome to De Colores Radio. This is episode 39. How are we doing? Yippee! Yay! As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is the one and only Ralphie Ralph Tamayo. Don't call me Ralphie Ralph, though. You can't call is me that, that in Dallas. Oh, is that a thing? You, you know Ralphie Ralph, right? Please stop. I don't know Bobito. <gasps> I do know him. Okay, Ralphie Ralph is a legend in Dallas. Isn't he a DJ? Yeah, he was like behind a lot of the like pre he was on now cumbia. What cumbia is? Like, I think I've heard of it. Cumbia. Yeah, but we can get into that later. into an, later. But yeah, all right. So I would never dare call myself Ralphie Ralph. I'm sorry for it's, having it's just a Rafael life. Tamayo. Jeez, True. I just wanted Rafa. to get to speak. know him. Anyways, how are you? A man of many masks. <clears throat> Does that mean good? Is that like R two D two talk? <laughs> from the hood, R2D2 from the hood. It's like, <laughs> so yeah. that means good. Good, yeah. I'm fine. Good. I'm fine. How are you? I'm tired. Tired. But I'm eager. Okay. So that's how I'm rolling. But I feel like we haven't talked in a while. It's been a hot minute. I need some help. Okay. Some words of advice. I want to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy. Into how we are feeling right now. Into the reality of our existence. <laughs> That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's time for our meme mood. Oh. Perfect. <laughs> What's yours? Oh. So I've been... You at, you were... We were texting earlier today or yesterday. I don't mm-hmm. even remember. The days are all... They're all a blur. Again. But you were asking about memes, and I sent a bunch in. You did. But I still can't get away from the one where the sister tweeted the video of her little sister. It's like, y'all, this is my little sister. And she's like... Daisy to Selena? Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> With the snap filter it's face. It's so weird. I love her. <laughs> I want to be that little girl. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's a good yeah. one. Um, I... I don't really know. I always have to go to my Twitter account and just like look at what I was feeling. Oh, um, you're on you're on Twitter.com? Yeah, I'm like on Twitter.com. I went viral once. Oh, did you? <laughs> Anyways. Welcome to the club. Oh, okay. Fucking 25 loops on Vine. Uh, 63,000. <laughs> it was a, a video of the Cowboys in the playoffs. On Twitter? On- she only... He Just, he was in the Selena movie, and his literally the thing he's proudest of is the Vine the head. Yeah, it got sixty three thousand <laughs> loops on Vine. Selena has been seen by the whole world millions it, uh, of times. It doesn't oh, have celebrity. It doesn't have sixty three thousand loops oh on God, Vine though. I'm so over you. Anyways, the funny little thing I thought were um, was this little video of Lil Uzi Vert where he's like talking to kids on a bus. And so the quote said, like, how's your September going? And mm. then he says, hold on, volume. He's like, he's like, it's only my third day out here. I don't know. And I just think it's funny because he's randomly eating a paleta and talking to kids on a bus. 
And they posted on September 3rd. And I was like, same. September is going to be an interesting month. I don't know what I'm actually feeling. It is. It's the best month. Virgo season. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. it is Virgo. Shout Happy out to all the Virgos. Happy birthday, Beyonce. Wow. Oh, my God. Beyonce, my Yeah. Oh, my God. So, um, it is a special time to be alive. There's so much happening. And we have a really great interview lined up for you all today. And you might have already heard their voices a little bit. So, we had a great Orguyex period. But now it's time to jump a little deeper into our Dallas scene, especially our Dallas Latinx scene, because Latinx Heritage Month is quickly approaching. Thus, we wanted to spend some of the next few episodes with some of the people who are making our DFW Latinx scene great. Um, We wanted to start by bringing some of the people that we are lucky enough to call friends to the show to finally be interviewed. They were some of our first supporters, literally from the very start. And y'all sent me chocolate and I wanted to cry because I was like, what the hell? I don't know what I'm doing. And they sent me chocolate. Um, But we have Cindy and Mondo of Coco Andre here with us. Yay. Yay. And so we can learn about the amazing uh, backstory to that. And oh my God, (laughs) no haters, no haters here. Um, But before we get into that interview, let's jump into the juice el juguito perfect thank you so much for everybody saying loves the juguito segment so hey. much this is where we right cover back. i'll be right back i gotta go he gags for that though oh, oh. hello this is gags. where we cover the latest gossip on pop culture politics news etc so we usually like to start with the rough stuff you know woo that is not a ding oh my god um so there was there's a lot happening right now um which is kind of been like that since we first started this show it's never stopped it's never stopped maybe do you think if we stopped doing the colores the world would be a better place ouch that hurts my heart not um it would not thank you so much for reassuring my feelings Jesus Christ, what'd you call yourself? Bilingual Becky? I'm bilingual Becky. Stop. Ew, o sea. Oh my god. And she has her freaking Don Cheto in her hand, or what is it? (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Chelada, sorry. Isn't there a Don Cheto on TV or on? She called this Don Cheto. We're trying to get sponsored. Y'all know who Don Cheto uh, is. I mean, Don Cheto's cool, though, but he, yeah, he, he has a great He actually beard. has some nice sneakers. Does he? he, he has wears a I really don't know him that well. He I think it's just in my head. Um, so we want to start with this news that I thought was really sad, and I think a lot of it is still developing, but from my understanding, um, a Latinx actress, Vanessa Marquez, who was on ER, I think she was also on, like, Stand and Deliver, maybe? Yes, What's, Stand yeah. and Deliver. She was on some, like, Chicano films growing up. And she was... She was probably on Vine, too. Wow. Just FYI. This is like reminiscing on her life, and you're going to bring up Vine? Are you going to break my heart She was probably on Vine. I am. Oh, my God. Do you not know this story? No, I don't keep up with the news. Oh, I'm sorry. doesn't keep up with the news because it's sad. Well, here we are. I loved her. You're going to make me cry? I'm not going to try to make you cry, but this story is sad. So she does... Stop! This is so bad. I'm trying to bring peace to her name, y'all, and power. And now I'm feeling sad. Yeah. Okay, so she was obviously great. We don't have many Latina actresses. And so her face is, like, very nostalgic for a lot of us. Yes. Um, (laughs) 
this is like a sad breakthrough. I'm like very worried about Cindy right now. Um, but Good she was you. shot and killed by South Pasadena police. What? Yes. <laughs> this is like a live audience. <laughs> um, stop it. You sound like Speedy Gonzalez. Um, so apparently this is like real serious. So she has mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And so they apparently had like some mental health professional there. And so they were there trying to talk to her for like an hour and a half, it says, <gasps> supposedly. And then she had like a handgun. And so then she was like pointing it at the cops. And so the cops killed her. No. And so it's just like, what do they like? Police, if police aren't trained to work with different races, they're definitely not trained to work with people who have mental health issues. Yeah. Um, so this story is really, really sad. But they shot and killed her. Yes. Like they she's 49 have, years old. They couldn't tase her and then, or just nope. shot exactly. her like in the leg. Then drive her to the ER. And that's the thing that, that we constantly, what are you? No, I'm wow, saying like could have driven bro. her to the ER. Oh my God, I hate you. What? They couldn't have driven her to Grace Sloan. Anyways. I- <laughs> I don't Jesus, know. You're the worst. This is a really sad story. It is a sad story. I'm not making. And we obviously know that police need. Uh, I can't like I don't. And then we have more police stories. OK, so that happened. Rest in power to Vanessa Marquez. Thank you for being. Um, damn, are we going to heaven? Do you all hear that? <laughs> we, we are We on our way out. This episode is a lot already. Um so then that story came out last week and then local news, um, which was very interesting. A lot of people were kind of on edge, um, was the Jordan Edwards shooting, which I know we discussed last year. Cause I remember talking about it when it happened, um, in Balch Springs and we were very surprised when the police officer was fired because that's very rare, obviously in these circumstances and so then the verdict was coming out this past week and a lot of people were like, it's an all white jury. We don't really know how it's going to go. And people were really worried with reason. And he was um, sentenced. He was found guilty. He was found guilty, which was exciting because we were like, what the hell? This never happens in these cases, especially with the killings of of black people and these situations that keep happening and happening and happening. And then I didn't know until the next day. I don't know if it came out the next day that they only gave him 15 years. Yeah. 15 years, which sounds like bullshit. And so I was just like, it felt like cool. Y'all actually did the right thing once. And then it was like, this is like the slap on the wrist. This kid was 15 years old and he has the chances of getting out sooner. Um, so I don't know. It, it it feels weird. It feels backwards because it's like, cool, we're moving forward and actually making these murderers guilty. But at the same time, it's like 15 years ain't shit. Like people get more than 15 years for having weed. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, so that happened here in, in Texas. And um, I don't know. It's. I, I feel so not conflicted. Like I obviously don't side with whatever, but at the same time, I'm like, what does real justice look like in these scenarios? Ugh. Is that all yeah. you have for me? It's it's just situations and events and all yeah. these things happen and they're so loaded and it's hard to like really wrap your head around these things because these, 
you know, and, and, and then people get the wrong idea. And it's like, if you're passionate about something, it's because it represents something on a grander scale. You don't isolate an incident because that's just happened to be the way it was. This happens way too often. Right. And when we look at a system that's been built up, like none of it is true. Like when we talk about a correctional facility, what do we really mean by correctional? Right. You know, and we talked and, about that a little bit. Yeah, like and then when we're episode. talking about policing and we're talking about protecting and serving our community, the police officers are members of our community. If you don't trust these people to help you, to protect you, and to serve you, then what are we living right. in? Well, and that's where that constant entitlement, even with the Vanessa Marquez situation, happens, where it's like as soon as they feel threatened, they kill. And that's it, which they should be prepared to handle that. That is where the protect and serve is supposed to come in. And we don't see that. And we constantly get the disrespect or the murder or the this, the horrible things happening to our communities over and over again. Whereas if we try to say something about them or we try to march or we try to do this and one incident happens, the whole everybody starts Especially here in Dallas, you know, the whole city beyond the Metroplex started going crazy and we have the blue lives and the, ugh, it's just exhausting. It makes me sick. And, um, I was glad to see that he was found guilty, but I don't know how much justice it really, did, really is if it's only like a year for all of Jed Jordan Edwards life. Um, so this next story was interesting. Um, I'm sure you heard about this that apparently they weren't letting Latinos near the border get passports. And um, I honestly, like, when I heard this story, I just laughed. Is that bad? I just laughed. No, because like, you can't believe that it's true. Yeah, I mean, like, it, I it's... can, though. I think that's the thing. Like, I was like, that's oh, okay. So that's starting on our border. Cool. Like, we're going to be next. Like. For real, that's what it yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. to me, where it's like, this is what they want. This is exactly what they want. Of course you can't get a passport because they don't even want us here, boo. It doesn't matter if your family owned this land before they got here, before they, we were colonized. Like, no, they don't care. This is exactly what they want. It's just happening. And so I, whenever my coworkers brought it up, I laughed. And I was like, cool. See y'all, maybe, maybe I won't come back from Mexico. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the hell is happening, but it's just what it is. And, um, yeah, so there's just so much and it has not stopped and I don't know when it's going to stop. And so I don't even know what to say on this podcast anymore because I'm like, this system all works this way. We've been had white supremacists in office. And then when senators who were also murderers die, we make a big deal and act like they were perfect angels. And I'm like, really, y'all? That's not how this worked. Like, no, this system worked that way. Let's not pretend. And the Democrats are like kissing his butthole now. And I'm like, really? Now y'all are all fans of him for real? But he was a maverick. Oh, my God. (laughs) I hate that they keep using that. (sighs) It's just exhausting because I'm like, no, that's the same thing that keeps us in this never ending loop. And so, like, what's going to happen when Trump dies? Are y'all going to be kissing him, too? Like, for real? Mm, no, I don't know. No. Anyways. Whew. So then to wrap up, hopefully, our more difficult news. Um, this situation also in Texas was uh, a big, like, ice raiding um, in Paris, Texas. So oh I God. feel like most people kind of heard about it, at least in my local circle. But I wanted to put or I wanted to call attention to the GoFundMe to... Um, get them help i know a lot of the north texas stream team and and people in that community here have been 
helping with that. So shout out to them because they need our help. Um, but it was 160 people that were, um, I guess, captured mm-hmm. in that raid in Paris, Texas, which is not that far from here. Um, so we'll share that GoFundMe. And I know there's donations and stuff for their families. And it's a horrible thing that happened. But um, unfortunately, not surprising. Nope. What is wrong with you? He's, he's, I read the next he's topic. He's reading the transcript. <laughs> is that why you're laughing? You're always on him about not reading the transcript. In the day oh, really, Rondo? You're like, no, I saw doing? him look at his phone and no, laugh. No, I'm laughing. I literally, I was reading the next. Okay, you take I, it because I feel like I'm talking too I, much. I don't know. Take it away, Johnny. I didn't know that this was a thing. Apparently, a truck carrying Axe body spray exploded. Oh yes, here in Texas. I saw that topic today thanks to my husband. That's a hot topic. <laughs> uh-huh. It was a lit topic. Lit. Axe body spray reminds me of sixth grade when my um, oh, like homeboys were spraying it a lot. And then- <laughs> Cute girl coming down so the hall. Then- Let me spray it. Stop. So then they sprayed it. And then we found out that our English teacher had an asthma attack. <laughs> And we didn't like her, so we were like... Are you laughing because she had asthma? Wow! Axma? Axma! (laughs) Anyways, it was kind of a funny story, but it was kind of sad because that spray is like a lot. So this is a really great story. Um, I'm so glad that this happened. What? What? Y'all are... What is this? Those are my notes. You don't have anything for him? No. Mm, No, it's mainly for you. Forever. Okay, well, we'll do that later. Yeah. Um, but shout out to this truck that decided to explode with Axe body spray. Um, I hope everybody made it out alive. I thought it was hilarious. I wonder what the smell was like. Look for a coupon. A burnt shop. A burnt Axe truck. Um, but this is a real thing that happened. Um, I don't know. I didn't watch this full video, and I probably should before I talk about it, but I just wanted to get into it a little bit. Um, which, did you watch the new Childish Gambino video? I did oh not. God, no. Same. I watched it this morning. Did you? Okay, so I haven't seen this episode. I mean, shit. <laughs> Woo! Okay. <laughs> Should I watch this Childish video before I talk about it? Yeah. Yeah, watch it. Thank watch you. Pull it up. Pull it up. All right, so... The next topic, I just recently watched the new Childish Gambino video called I Feel Like Summer. And it was interesting, but um, the thing I heard most about on the web was the scene with Kanye being hugged by Michelle Obama. But there's a lot to unpack in that video in general. There is. Um, so it's basically Childish Gambino walking his little um, blurred self with his little cardigan down a street. And then throughout the neighborhood, he's just running into like lots of mostly relevant current um, black stars. Mostly. Mostly. Yikes. Um, they left some people out. Dang. The non-relevant people. Okay, well, just throw me my shade, will you? Um, they're saying that because I was wondering where Kendrick was, but it's fine. <laughs> um, so the part that was the most 
controversial with reason was the part where Kanye's there like crying and he's wearing a make America great again hat and Michelle Obama comes and hugs him. Um, which like, I agree. Kanye probably needs several hugs. I think I'm honestly, and I was telling you about this yesterday. Like I'm worried that like he could just end up dead. Like that's how I feel. Um, because I know he's not in the right place and I know his family is not, um, there for him and um not that it's anybody's job to take care of him but like i don't know i just i that's what i feel like as someone who truly grew up on him and loved him like i know he's not in a good place um but that with reason had a lot of backlash because it is not black women's job to take care of this man or any men in general and so the fact that that's how childish gambino kind of sees the light even in the throughout this video really it was like a lot of black women taking care of men um in multiple situations Mm -hmm. and so it's just like it's exhausting for women to have to take care of men in general um but that especially is very important to discuss because it's like it seems like that's what he's saying the answer would be to help this man when Mm -hmm. it's like it shouldn't be black women's job to help um take care of this figure who's kind of lost himself to like fame and life and or it could be the flip if they don't have father figures that take care of i don't know i think that's bullshit like i I don't like the father figure childish i think it's a lot more i think he has oh my god i hate you so much um anyways that video is interesting i like stuff like that but at the same time i'm like where are you going with this childish? Because childish Gambino's roots are in that he like used to shit on black women and like was obsessed with Asian women. Mm-hmm. And so like to see his evolution is really interesting because now it's like, okay, so you have more respect for black women, it seems like, but like, are you still just looking at them as like the savior that has to take care of you when they can like barely, not barely take care of themselves, but like people need to exist on their own without having to take care of other people all the time. Mm-hmm. You're being so quiet this episode. It's making me feel weird. I mean, I feel like I could have used those three and a half minutes or whatever. Of the video? Yeah. To do what? Anything else. Oh my God. That bad? <laughs> it just, I, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was, it was cool. It was cool enough. Right. Um, I don't know. I guess I just expected a stronger statement. Same. And I think that's where it's like, we're giving him, to me, it's almost like we're giving him too much credit, too much power. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, like there's other artists doing really innovative, pivotal things. Not that this isn't, but like that are actually going somewhere with it. And to me, it's almost like it is like a new wokeness for him. Yeah. Um, we just saw it too. These are initial thoughts. Right. I'll, I'll sleep on Literally, it. Literally, I just saw it five minutes ago. Yeah. We had um, to stop recording. Yes, to watch this video we did. Now. But like, I obviously know he still has <clears throat> really amazing in-depth thoughts because I watch Atlanta and I see that as something that's next level beyond just the music. And now his music is really palatable for everybody. So this is like a huge deal. Anytime people see this because his, he mostly started for white audiences through comedy in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting to see where he's going. And, um, that's what I'm looking for next because you, you should take this criticism and take that and grow from it. Especially, I think he will. He's, I, that's I think what I he's, hope. he's talented at navigating. Right. You know. Because there was also a lot of really good valid criticism with This Is America. And so like with each of these things, I'm like, okay, so now you're not just shitting on the black woman. But like, how do you uplift her without her having to take care of you? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so, yeah. And apparently Kanye apologized, but I didn't really watch the video. My friend sent it to me about his dumb statement, um, which will lead us to our next discussion, which is Kaepernick and Nike. Um, So you sent that thing that said it was had Kanye with the Adidas logo and it said slavery was a choice. And I was like, yikes. Um, But how do you feel, sneakerheads among us? I mean, shout out to Info for Three Stripe. Life, right? Oh my god. Oh yeah, he's been on that brief. He's that been three, on that on that three strike. Uh <laughs> I think it's cool to see that. Um people all there's always going to be, you know, a pro, a con, a uh, uh, favor unfavorable like view on things that are done. Um but I think looking back and this isn't a full-fledged like endorsement of Nike. But I rock Nikes. And if you want to throw some of this some story, Reebok. <laughs> I got some Reeboks too. Same. But um, yeah, like <laughs> like Nike isn't the most ethical company in the world. Right. But, That's think, my criticism. And I think humans by nature are are nobody's a saint. Um, Speak for yourself. <laughs> but I think you know when when in the bigger picture they had a they had a choice, and they could have gone you know one way or the other with this and. Some of us are happy that they decided to, you know, go along with what Colin Kaepernick stands for. A lot of people are upset. A lot of people, y'all are dummies. That is hilarious. How, 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 <laughs> that is so ignorant. I honestly can't believe that's real. They're literally, le están cortando la palomita <laughs> la ropa. <laughs> and they were like, you're still wearing them though? Yes. Like, you still got it's your socks on? It's still Nike You clothes. already gave them your money, boo. Exactly. You spent that money. You and spent honestly, it a long time ago. the people that are ago. cutting off the swoosh are probably people who haven't bought like in the last Right. Or that you get it at Ross for the you low. The, the I'm boycotting Nike starter pack. Yeah. Shut up. I didn't see that. <laughs> it's too good. So, I thought this was really fascinating. Um, we're, we're very pro-cap here, obviously. I feel like we talk about him anytime he's in the news just because i it's amazing to have these figures and like we're literally living in history like we complain about all these things that are happening but like 40 years from now when we're hopefully in a better society these are going to be the moments that we're like holy shit like we lived through that and like figures like kaepernick are gonna be our muhammad ali's they're gonna be our this beyonce's are gonna be like these people that are making huge moves are gonna be the people that we hold up and like that's why i stand for them and that's why i'm like okay we might not agree with every little thing they do but these figures are doing a lot more than others are um so it was really cool to see nike doing this of course it's always like oh they're doing it because they know it's gonna bring in money but it's also a huge statement because it is still gonna be a loss to some degree in my opinion but they don't give a fuck, which is cool. But yeah. you, you have enough money to not give a fuck. So do it. Yeah. Well, Literally just do just it. Do it. <laughs> their, their stock went down to like $72. That's fine. Sure. I'll go buy some things, I guess. It was at 89 Was when it? The art, when the market. Let me go opened. buy some Nikes. I really liked when they did the, uh, they put uh, the, 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 when you're a girl from Compton. Yes. For, for and so Serena. That was, Serena. That's yeah. originally what I had on our Oh my God, segment. did Serena win? I'm sorry. Did Serena win or did Rafa win? Go look it up. I don't know. Sorry for that. Anyways, I had Serena on our thing because they already were in the news quite a bit with um, the attire she had on that was designed by Virgil, right? She won? 
Yay. Well, she advances to the semis. Congrats, queen. Um, And so that was interesting. That whole situation where they were, of course, discriminating against her like they always do. And they test they test her more than other tennis players and stuff. Like Rafa's literally looking up tennis stats. And I never knew he even watched tennis. And he's doing like that white people fist where he's like, yeah. Wait, hold on. What hand motion? Stop. The one. Stop. Oh, okay. oh, God. They got it on video. Um, So... I was going to talk about Serena and then this happened and I was like, actually, I can bring in both. But we have these legendary iconic figures and Nike's writing for them, which is really cool to see. And even the commercial was really dope. The Nike mm-hmm. commercial. Um, so I guess shout out to Nike, but like figure out your like child labor laws and like be more ethical as well. Yeah. Because we cannot pretend like y'all are angels and y'all are just capitalizing on I mean, activism now. I mean, them Jordans are high, so. <sighs> a lot of things. Child labor is not ethical. Girl, no. still No, but still, that doesn't make it ethical. It's not ethical. Right. So that does not make it ethical. So we don't have to support that aspect. I mean, Gala's at the shop. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> y'all's business. <laughs> But that's, I think there's different circumstances though. Like that's not ethical. No, of course. The that's obviously not right. A lot right. Yeah, yeah. And so that, and that's the thing that worries me. And I feel like Kaepernick, I think, I feel like he would keep it real with them if, no, now that definitely. he's the public face or whatever. Um, so that's really cool to see, I guess, keep going in the right direction, Nike. It's so weird to see all these companies like capitalizing on um activism since it's like in now um so that's really interesting really cool i guess if their stock went down i might go buy me a little a little sneaker song a little song i always ask it off i like what is this shoe like will it be comfortable i i like comfort what's this dad shoe bruh that is not what's this monarch i don't even know what that means it's a dad shoe okay oh yeah i knew that i knew that because what's his face principe who said he likes those right so does mute more. Oh my God! Wow. Is this a shot or is this for real? No, he's for real. Oh, okay. I thought you were taking shots at somebody. They're Anyways, bulky. so that's cool. And then to wrap up the juice before we get into our interview, um, I'm very excited about this. Rafa's acting like he's not excited about it. We took a pause for dramatic effect. We did. Um. <laughs> We're going to go see the best rapper alive and the best artist alive. I mean, whatever. It's, you know, it'll be what it is. Next it's week. It's all good. I ain't tripping. You know what? Why are you whatever. acting like this? What you talking about? On the run, too. We're going to see it next week. And the next time we record, we'll be post Beyonce Jay-Z, which means like I went to church for three years. <laughs> um, I'm serious. Last time I went to On the Run. Yes. And Rafa will see these two people for the first time in his life. And I'm very excited for him. I'm probably more excited for him than he is for him. I mean, I've seen him on TV. No, it's not the same. Is that all you have to say? You're going to see your favorite rapper. I mean, he's not my favorite rapper. He's not your favorite rapper? He's not my favorite rapper. You just think he's the greatest alive. He's the greatest rapper alive. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I grew up with him. I grew up with him. Yeah. Okay, you have nothing more to offer me? I am excited. I need to get an. Where's Ralphie Ralph? I need the real oh, Ralphie God. Ralph you, in here. Yeah, I, if Ralphie Ralph walked down, be like, "Hey, bro, go ahead, take the." Because this mic. guy's all mute more over here. 
Oh, you taking shots now? <laughs> no. Let, I'm gonna tell Mike to li- make sure. You, hey, bro, make sure you listen to this episode. Because <laughs> am I taking shots? He won't. He didn't even listen to Shay Serrano episode. We've been doing a show for a he year and a there. half. He wasn't. We've been doing shows for a year and a half, and he's like, hey, on Facebook, he's like, hey, guys, got any cool podcasts? I yeah, can I was to? like, ouch. <laughs> yeah, really, bro. And the funny thing is, DJ Storm pulls up, and he's like. The Colores Radio. And I was like, thank you, Storm. <laughs> Anyways, don't tell Mike we said this or tell him straight to his face. It's fine. I make fun of him all the time. Anyways, on the run too, I'm very excited to get my life. I also just want to point out that like all these stories have to do with black people. And I think Latinos need to understand that all this culture we love and we appreciate and we think is ours. Look at the common denominators, folks, and call out the anti-blackness in your family and put your people in check because we claim this culture is ours and it's not ours, but we love the shit out of it. So let's get some actual equality for these people whose culture we are welcomed in and often a part of. Okay, so now we can end the juice. Or known as... Jagito. He's going to cut that. that (laughs) You should have done it quicker. Ding. All right. We are welcoming to the show, like I said earlier, two close friends. They they should have been on the show from the very beginning, but they've been nice and patient. No shade. No I've been saying. Listen, I love. watches too. I love the love that y'all give us. But I was like, I just, we've been going off of themes. And I was like, it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I'm just waiting for the right moment. And we just need to shop after you. No, you didn't. What? Um, So I'm going to read your brief vials you provided with me. And then we're going to get into this. So Mondo is a Kixpo coordinator from 2008. OG7. Yeah. Tasks range from setting up vendor relations, marketing, and more. And Coco Andre from 2009. He was assistant to the manager, assistant to the regional manager, event coordinator, (laughs) marketing, shipper, and everything else in between. He's also a loving husband, father, house cleaner, carpenter ish, and grill master ish. He's also a lot more than that. He's a great friend and he's been supporting us from the beginning and makes us feel, he literally made us feel special from like episode one. Um, And so I thought he was behind our fan club, but I'm going to move on to Cindy now. We can get into that more later. Cindy is the Coco Andre co-owner, manager and everything else. She's also often the face of the brilliant marketing they have and social media presence they have. Uh, Fierce mother of a 20 year old son and a four year old daughter. Lover of art. I didn't, but now you said it, so it feels weird. Lover of art and is on search for indigenous Mexican cuisine through a plant-based plate. Hashtag Team Isa. Yes. We love Isa. I don't know. Are we going to get into the episode at all? Because I was going to say for a split second, I started to be hashtag Team Daniel. Oh. Were you? I felt bad. At the end? Yeah. Oh, right. he he when he's like helping her. Oh, OK. Sorry. Go, so Spoiler alert. Okay, OK, we'll do that next time. There you go. All right. So thank you so much to Mondo and the lovely Cindy for being with us today. I've been waiting for this for a long time. I know y'all thought I was just like putting you on the back burner. I sure. promise I wasn't. Do not shake your head. Bitch, everybody was no. on vacation. And then you're like, let me call them. Shut up. No, y'all were literally. <laughs> 
first on my agenda, but I just knew that I had specific themes I wanted to go by. And I really like, I don't know how cheesy that is. Shut up. I'm going to throw something at you. Oops. I Rob missed. doesn't believe it. <laughs> He's in on He's it like, with me. I tried to pitch it to her, but she didn't take Shut it. Shut up. Anyways, <laughs> you all are all this and more lovely, incredible Get people in the Dallas Metroplex. Welcome to The Colores Radio. Gracias. Yay. We're so glad you're here. It's an honor. So, <laughs> stop. so, all right. I want, I, I couldn't even write that much of a questionnaire for you all because I feel like we know y'all pretty well, but I also still am getting to know y'all. So I wanted it to be really authentic. I was about to say raw, but I didn't want it to be deemed. <laughs> Too late. Too late. So I, I want to know where you both grew up Let let's start from the beginning so we can get into your lives and where we are now well you can start i come from the sunny streets of east side dallas or east what is it <laughs> she <laughs> said what is it east Girl, you're supposed east to know dallas. east side dallas <laughs> east side dallas so that lets me know. Is, <laughs> were you repping? Hold on, you were repping. Okay, I'm repping all kinds of hoods. I knew. Hello. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, so I'm international. I mean, international. But your your family came here from Madeguara, San Luis Potosí, Mexico. SLP. Yes. Nice. SLP. You'll see it on the back of trucks if you pay attention. Boom. Oh, I see that all the time. That in Durango, everywhere. It's a really pretty state. It's white. Y allí me cambian las llantas. Saludos al taller SLP. Oh my ¿Cómo God. andan? Saludos a los arcos de Matehuala cuando entras y te las llaves y los llaves. So your family came to Dallas? Yes. And then you're the oldest. I'm the oldest. Okay, so three. tell me about you, your your childhood. My childhood? Yeah. Oh, do you want to cry today? I cry every day, so it don't matter, boo. <laughs> so I am born here, of mm-hmm. course. My mom is from San Luis Potosí, and so is my dad. My dad comes from El Rancho called El Mimbre, and my mother is from Guadalupe Los Vaz. Hey. So they're FAZs. You'll see the billboards around I town. I do see them. For roofing. Off the highway. Yeah, pretty smart people. It's humongous. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> what it is humongous. Mondo's in charge of dinging he today. He is the dinger today. Just for, y'all, just for y'all's information. And, and then... We started out our lives in East Dallas, and then we moved to Irving once we got legal. My parents bought a house mm. in, in Irving. Irving, in Irving, and Shout we were the out. first um, brown family on the block. What? And then after that, slowly within two years, the whole block I'm was I'm about to say, Irving's mad brown. Wow. Yeah. I used to go to Irving a yeah. lot growing up. I was pretty sure it was just me and one black friend that I had mm-hmm. when I went to school there because I also went to all black private school mm. so I couldn't relate to the other people for a long time the other people as the white people the white people got it yeah, okay it I was, was like let me, me clarify yeah because they dropped me off at an all black private school not knowing how to speak English, English. and I had to learn it really fast within a week wow and, and so you didn't know English very well no because you didn't have it at home yeah got it yeah that's me and then I moved to Irving so then you were did you grow up in Irving from like oh, all my, the rest of my life, adult life, until 10 years ago? Right? Okay. And then you moved back to Dallas. 10 years ago? When did we move? Well, <laughs> like four years ago. Oh, Lord, I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> she really don't know. She's drunk in love. So you, oh, uh, Mira, happy birthday, love. Beyonce. I mean, sober life. <laughs> She's, that bottle it's a water it's a h2o bro i thought that bottle was done no he's still gonna finish it that's Stat. three dollars he's gonna replenish that 
replenish. Oh my god. So then you grew up in Irving. So you're mostly Irving most mostly of your life. Irving, but all my friends were from West Dallas. Because mm-hmm. it's right there. It's right there. So yeah, most of my friends were from West Dallas and Oak Cliff. So from the age of eight so I could drive, which was 14. <laughs> Damn, fourteen! <laughs> I would then when I turned um, when your 14, family made you go get I, bags of ice at the yes, store. I started driving to West Dallas, and all my friends were from West Dallas, and that's how I fell in love with West Dallas and Oak Cliff. Nice. So then, what was it like? Because you were you're the oldest in your family, yes. mm-hmm. or should we get into Mondo? Let's let's intro Mondo. Mondo, tell us about oldest. how how your childhood was. Where'd you grow up? Um, I grew up in Pleasant Grove. Brett. PG. Yeah, Pleasant Grove for the, re- I mean, for the His majority okay. of my life. That's enough. Um, Let's move on. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, I lived a simple <laughs> life, typical Mexican parents. And they were from Mexico or from here? Uh, my dad was born in Zacatecas. Nice. Um, raised in Monterrey. Uh, my mom, born in Atoyac, in Guerrero, Ooh. which is near Acapulco. Mm-hmm. Um. They finally met here. My mom graduated from Spruce High School. Hey. Um, you know, working family. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have much. I uh, have a younger sister. Shout What's good, Peaks? Um, What's popping? You know, I was the, the man of the house mm-hmm. when my dad you? wasn't home or whatever. But um, It was just you two? Just us two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, um, focus, people. Focus. So, yeah, I mean, just typical Mexican upbringing. We would hang out in Oak Cliff a little bit, play volleyball. And uh, Mexicans. <laughs> so random. Mexicans. Mex- on we do. Sundays. My family used to like oh, yeah. play volleyball. On, we had a on, on Sunday. We used to have a net in yes. my backyard. No, yeah, yeah we because did. we love volleyball. Like, yeah. I don't it's know just how funny that that's down. what you meant. It's like, I don't know hung why out we no play volleyball. Because he's drinking biscotti right now. So he's reminiscing. He's going to cry. He better stop. You know. If so many, if we know so many Mexicans that play volleyball, I'm down. We should start a volleyball team. Oh my god, put it down. No, we're gonna notes. we're gonna play a game and volleyball. Then, ooh, volleyball? volleyball? If I don't know volleyball. if you have I'm down. Volleyball. But as long as there's a the volley. volleyball team, would you? I mean, there down? may be a fight or two, but whatever. You know? It's all good though. Hey, I don't know if you know hey, this, but Eva and I had our first fight last summer. You're so tough. Shout out to Sunset Crab Shack, the homie I mean, they could put his Okay, real it. talk though, we had one in my backyard at my mom's. <laughs> no, I mean, I, we I had one right in our front yard right at my mom's. Of, uh, Damn, Big Baller right Brand. Off of, uh, Montreal. My I mom. mean, yeah. we all thought we were coming up when we had that volleyball net. We so. did. Like, Ours was like oh, in cement. You were committed. That wasn't me. Oh, no, we didn't buy one. My mom, like, she made it. old one? Shut up. She did it. She did it. Your mom's like a full queen. Mira, tengo una maca. Y lo que vamos a hacer, la vamos a hacer. Mira, está bonita, está tejida y toda. Mira, está bonita. Te gusta el rojo, ¿verdad? Yes, mama. Jesus. Okay, back to your Why childhood. Why are you looking at Macas? <laughs> I'm about, to order, I'm about to order this volleyball net right now. Because we're about to Amazon Prime. Retweet if your family yeah. was Mexi and loved volleyball. Boom. <laughs> All right. So Pleasant Grove, oldest son, parents both from Mexico. I, I'm like that meme where the one I just saw a couple of weeks ago and I showed it to my dad and we laughed. Was where it's oh, like your laugh? dad oh showing you how to work on cars, 
but all you did was hold, oh, hold the, the fl- flashlight and <laughs> yell that. Oh yeah, that's- that was me. And so, where, where? Okay, so you were all PG. You were like kind of West Dallas Irving squirrel. And squirrel. yes, that's what I call <laughs> girls and squirrels. Squirrel. Everybody's a squirrel. Don't make me cuss, girl. She got the donchetto <laughs> out and she's lit. For I'm real. so glad this is happening. This is all I ever wanted. Okay, so then what was your education like? What was school like for you or your life growing up? I went to high school. My dad was go to college, get your education. As long as you live under this roof, I'll pay for your college. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, After I graduated, he was like, hey, you should get you a truck or a car or something of your own. And um, he's like, whatever you save, I'll match. I was like, okay, cool. Because he knew I couldn't save. Bruh, what were you spending on? <laughs> he was oh, that, that's when I met. That's when to, I queued when we going to Ralph in. Oh, is that <laughs> what and happened? I, and I was like hanging out with Ralph and just buying drinks and sneaking to clubs and stuff. Sneaking in because I was. Where I was, did you and Rafa meet? Uh, I went. My brother. I right? went uh, to high school <clears throat> with Yoyito. My younger brother. His Jay-Han. nickname is Yoyito. Yeah, he told that me is he, so oh. cute. He He'll told be me mad, yeah, he's yeah. gonna be super mad, but I've he been will. waiting. He won't know. He, he don't listen. His, he won't his know, whole family but does, does. But he Sandra, I don't even. I don't even know if Sandra knows. That's what my mom used to call. He him. told me at a Waterburger off of Haskell in front what? of the Target. Oh, word! Yeah, City yeah, Place. Yeah, yeah, city yeah place. by Spence. But yeah, I met. That's when I met Ralph. Um, through Yoyito. Through Yoyito. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's just calm I'm down. Sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I'm getting comfortable. And yeah, that's where I was spending my money. And then my dad was like, "Hey, get a truck, get a car, or whatever." Bought a truck, and then he's like, "Well, maybe you should get a get a job." So yeah, I got a, he's like, "What's that?" <laughs> so I got a job. I was going to like Mountain View. Shout work, out Mountain View. Working at a Radio Shack, but then I was like nineteen, making like four grand a check every two weeks. Where were you working at Radio Shack? You were making exactly. four grand at Radio Shack. It was like four hundred. I'm about to no, quit my whole uh, job and go well, work at Radio we Shack. They're out of business, but yeah. I'm going. And then we were doing some sneaky <laughs> stuff. <laughs> they were talking. Yeah. To, he's the reason they went there. They were at, a, at like a big meeting. Oh man, we should have never hired. I'm well, so he's there's, 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 drunk on Miscad. We should have never brought Armando Puente on. Killed the business. I need to say pay stuff. Don't put Veronica out there like that. From the telenovelas, you're lying now. Like serious. A mean chicken tetrazzini. Shut up. Are you talking I, about no, that Mori now? No, 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 okay. No. So we, we, we slang phones, whatever. We made money. Extra. We made buku money. I don't Mira. know where all that money was Bien spent. Rico. Were y'all going the, to Whole Foods? No. I we didn't see that We weren't that, that rich. <laughs> okay. Come down. I so, wish I made four grand a week. <laughs> shit. So every two every weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Get it right, get it right, get <laughs> I'll take either. That's still more than I'm making now. But either way, regardless, I didn't know where all that money was being spent. My dad was like, cool, get a job. I got a job. I ended up liking money. Because I was like, you know what? I'm 19. What do I need to go to school for? I'm making $8,000 a month. Jeez. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, no, it was seriously ridiculous. Because I worked at that city place, Radio Shack. Uh-huh. So we had the Mexicans come in from East Dallas and we were the only two Spanish speaking. He's upselling shit they don't even need. No, we no, and then we figured out there's this dude named Chris. I won't say his last name, but there's a dude named Chris who we knew how to like 
finagle the system. Pobrecito. Oh, oh Chris Salazar. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just made that name at up. Him, at him. I made but, that name up. But, Calm down, y'all. But we knew how to get around the deposits for Sprint. And so we would upsell people. Bro, and you know, would, like would, this episode airs like people can I mean I know they're gone though, they're gonna right? they're gonna reestablish their business just to come to after add, you, to get you. <laughs> yeah well that's why they fired me anyway oh, oh. well so, that was sad. so was then that? you weren't that into education so you were like money I was up into which money. is I think what happens to a lot of dudes yeah, yeah, yeah. and um so I didn't follow I didn't go down that route that they wanted me to you and know. you met Rafa along the way. And I met Rafa along the way. And that's when I met. Oh, Sin Sin. My wife. Ah, <clears throat> uh, Okay, so then let's go back to Cindy. No way. Because we have to. How did you get, like, your high, your school experience? <gasps> My school experience. I hated school. What happened? That's good. That's what I want to know. I hated school. Why? Because <laughs> I felt like an outcast. I was the Where only um, Nimitz. Ooh, I was going to ask you, my, my kid folk went to Nimitz. School. Rodriguez gang, what's good, what's popping? I think yeah. some of my cousins went there too. And I think all we did was really skip school. That's really what we focused Were on. Doing bad That's things? what my cousins no. did. I'm just kidding. Wait, I, mean, I wasn't doing bad things. I really didn't do anything bad until I got pregnant, so... And for the, okay, so that's like a really interesting thing, what do you though. Mean? That's like, not yeah, bad. like teen, like growing up for me, teen pregnancy was a real life thing. Like, and most it happened of my, in high school. No, junior high. Junior high was when most of my friends were already pregnant. Um, in junior high. Junior high. Oof. By the time they were in high school, most of them had one or two kids wow. already under their belt. And literally. then for you, that didn't happen until later on in high school? Um, I was 18 when I had my first child. And you were just about to graduate? Or you had graduated? Yeah, I had graduated. Well, how did that feel for you? And how was graduated. that <laughs> in your family? Because that's a really common occurrence was, for like a lot of Mexican-American girls. It was my mom was first generation as well. I mean, first time mother here, you know, um, moving here. So I feel like she got a lot of backlash from our family because... Um, they just looked down upon her because she had a daughter that didn't get married, a daughter that had a child out of wedlock. Um, and I do remember like people criticizing her and looking down down on her. So And how did you feel? Um, um my mom always stood by my side, so I really didn't think anything bad about it. I didn't feel bad about it actually. Wow. Like and this was my son. I was gonna take care of him and And did y'all grow up super Catholic? Oh yeah. Because that's Catholic. where, to me, that's where the problem lies, mm -hmm. where, like, a lot of, um, not just Mexican parents, but women of color in general are very reliant on religion. And they, so they expect mm -hmm. that to be the end-all, be-all, like, my child's going to be pure and abstinent until marriage, which is bullshit. And then yeah. they, a lot of times, end up shaming them yeah. and for I think becoming it's, pregnant. It's harder because, um, I think me and Mondo talked about this not too long ago. We felt like since we were first generation here, we didn't know how to fit in so i thought for me i was gonna be really gangster and mm -hmm. really hood and i was gonna have the drug dealing baby daddy did that feel norm to you like it that felt, felt norm okay. it felt like everybody was in that scene at that time and that's how you felt some kind of respect or importance at that time mm -hmm. and now of course it's all bullshit but, right. but but that was the norm for the that Latinx was the norm because you were then. only the only images you saw 
um, that you could kind of relate to was like Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Those were the only brown people that you would see, or yeah. maybe that loca that you would see on no, TV. No, my, my sisters were like, I love looking at my sisters, yeah. like old Chola pictures where that lip liner's real dark and shit, like the hair's moosed. Yeah, I have all my of pictures it. too. I want to see them. <laughs> I will bring them to you. Okay, great. No, but yeah, that was like what we were really surrounded by was like a gangster thug life, whatever you want to call it, life or images. And if you weren't having kids or you weren't in love or trying to cruise down Clarendon in a cliff, you weren't living life. So, right. Yeah. That's that's what I grew up with. That's real. I love mm-hmm. hearing that. I feel like we haven't talked about that enough yeah. on the show. And it's like, that's all I know of mm-hmm. like what my sisters kind of grew up yeah. with. And then for me, like, obviously I was a little bit after that, but that's what I my mom raised me not to be. Like yeah. she was very anti-me becoming any of that because that's what she had my mom used if i was going to the movies my mom would be driving around that parking lot the entire time wow while i was at the movies so if i told her i just want to go to the movies and do this it was like no you're probably going to do something bad so i'm gonna drive around this parking lot and make sure you don't do something bad so for me that just made me rebel even harder Mm -hmm, because they're very strict yeah they're constricting so i was the kind of child that would sneak out um, as soon as they'd fall asleep, I was out the door, but I wouldn't do anything bad. I just wanted to be out. Free. Yeah. Just wanted to be out. So I think it's, it's very, I don't blame my parents for the strictness. Mm-hmm. I uh, feel like we were all learning at that time how to be, how to function in this new world. Cause this was all new to them too. So, right. So yeah, for sure. No, those mm-hmm. are lots of really great, um, points that you bring up and honestly a lot of our identity is in that a lot Mm -hmm. of what we know that's norm and that's what we've seen our family or ourselves or whatever and now it's like we're able to branch out beyond just being the hood girls or whatever whatever it may be um but still being okay with that as well um so then from your senior year of high school you got pregnant and then had your first child i had my first child at eight and you had mom support and you were comfortable with it yeah and where'd you go from there um i started so my first job was here in oak cliff Mm -hmm. and then after that um that's where most of my friends came from. And then, of course, I've had Andrew. And then I started just working and going to school, trying to get us to a better place. And I say Andrew is my motivator. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't take it as um, this is going to hold me down having a child. This child was actually the person that pushed me to do more, to want more in life. So for him, I went to college. For him, I had a house. By the time I was 27 for him, I had, um, I tried to buy a minivan in Mondo (laughs) Exciting, but for him, I did everything. He was really my motivator. Instead of like seeing it as a negative thing in my life, I think he really made me push forward and want to be more for him. And I didn't take that pregnancy as it was going to be the thing that holds me back in life or I'm not going to be this way because of that. Right. Mm -hmm. It didn't limit you. Yeah. It didn't limit me. That's great. So then how did y'all meet? And then we can get into the story of Coco Andre. One lonely night. Lonely? So, um, I'm nervous. A friend he was, was one dating, creepy guy. Uh, Stop. You were creepy. (laughs) Uh, A friend. (laughs) So we all met because of Manny. Aww. Uh, Manny's the the bridge and all this. 
I mean, <laughs> if, I mean, if, if you want to get real, if you, play. If you want to um, pull up a song, pull up the song that I wrote for her. What? Yeah, what? you have a song. Hi, JB. Google oh, it. It's name. a little diddle daddle. It's, it's, it's on there. I don't know if it's on Spotify. Boo, we don't got the copyright. You better turn it I down. <laughs> this song is not ours. Stop. They're going to find us. So um, uh, Manny, <clears throat> one of Manny's friends was dating one of my now sister. Manny is your cousin. Primo. Uh, he's my primo. Uh, grew Man. up. He's like my little big brother. But um, Find him. Follow him. Right, he's um, an artist. Manny Yay. draws, uh, paints. Underscore. Manic D- Manny DS Manny, Manny underscore Puentes. DS DS yeah. one of those and then underscore Manny Yahweh what's your story whatever. so whatever um so I met through Graphics. him <laughs> <laughs> Damn, wait what that's Ooh, a lot sorry, to my, my bad my so bad. it wow, was uh, good New time. Year's <laughs> Eve New Year's Eve 2006 ew did y'all kiss no gross <laughs> um my wait you and Manny or you and Manny, Cindy me you and Manny all of us Together, Manny's friend was at uh, Manny's friend was dating my (laughs) sister-in-law at the time, so we were hanging out. Me, Manny, and another friend were hanging out at my parents' house, and uh, so we called this friend, and we're like, "Yo, what are you doing?" He's like, "Yo, you should come over to my girlfriend's sister house in Irving." Irving. They're having a party. There's a bunch of drinks. Perron, this and that, alcohol. whatever. Wow. So we're like, all right, cool. Let's go. Like, let's go get trabajo? drunk. I'm, I'm 20 Stop. at the time. Right? And then... Um, a youthful 20. I'm, I'm 20. So I was like, yeah, let's Got go. Got that let's... radio track money, <clears throat> honey. <laughs> and uh, I was like, cool, yeah, let's go. Let's go get drunk. And that's that. But before that, I had, with no uh, drinks, though. I had looked at now my sister-in-law's photos and then i saw his sister with the uh, highlights and this and that Mira and I, was like, okay. I was like she's, she's i put them back in my she's hair cute. i was like she's They're cute right she can get it what is she getting i'm 20 I'm a hug 20, you know we were getting hugs <laughs> hugs and, uh, up like pat you want a beer you want, you a, want hug? a beer you want a hug <laughs> So we went to this uh, party in Irving, and then I was like, oh, we're just going to get drunk. You know, that's it. And then uh, I walked. And I'm going to get them highlights. No, no, no. no, I didn't know. Because no, I was like, yo, she's Irving like, highlights? No, she, I was like, yo, she's a woman. She's like a woman. She grown. You know? Yeah, she's grown. Like, she I'm ready. 20. What am I doing, you know? And um, so I walked in, and I was like, yo, like, she, she's hot, you know? I that I recognized I her from was. from the my MySpace photos. She my space. <laughs> and um, she has she was, a friendster. She was wearing a little halter top dress. Yes, queen. I could see her thighs. He thinks it was a halter top. It was a long sleeve dress. I don't know I, where I, I, he comes up with drunk. a halter top. I was drunk. <laughs> he took your clothes off, apparently. Basically, um, I was bare shouldered and all. So I, I'm not the. Uh, I've never been the type to like hit on women. You know, I've always been shy. I've There's always been the chubby time. kid or whatever. I'm right? shy. You know, and uh, <laughs> so I'm, of course, I'm not going to hit on her. You know, she has she's a woman. She grown. But all I could think was like, yo, them thighs could do something. Radio Shack. You know. Wow. But regardless, whatever. <laughs> Cindy's like, boys. <laughs> so regardless, um, <clears throat> we we talk a little bit that we get presented to each other. And OK, cool, whatever. And uh, she's feeding and me jello I shots. Say. And then supposedly, I, Myra, I my go to the restroom. Myra said that Cindy told her 
that's the man I'm going to marry him. Aww, I was wasted. What? But I do remember standing in the restroom and that. saying it to myself. And then you said it to yourself. Yeah, and then you probably myself. said it. And then oh, Myra says that I said it to her too. Up, you're a Virgo, I'm right? I'm a Virgo. Yeah, I, could I tell. put it out into the world. I could totally it tell. Happen. You're such a Virgo. I make you. my own. You're such a Virgo. What, what so, then, <laughs> so then it was time to go. Man, he's like, yo, we got to go because Manny. Manny's always Wait, the so driver. pause right there. Manny Shout out to the block. DD. <laughs> All right. Also a, a cock blocker, apparently. Uh, um, put that on his resume. Listen, has he done it again? <laughs> Instead of repeating act? There's slow motion going in for a kiss and he pulls up. Uh, we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> okay. So, but what made you say that? Do you remember? Because that's, no, that's a big, bold statement. I remember he was hella stinky and I don't know why. I <laughs> I didn't know that part. What kind like <laughs> you were wearing that big old puff coat? I was wearing a corduroy Come jacket. On, it was puff a daddy puff coat. coat. You wore corduroy pants. No, it was, was a it corduroy. The, was it a green one? I don't know. It was a puff coat black. thing. Oh, black. No. It's, it's in the song. So you said you wanted to marry him, and the first thought I just t- told you, you said he stank. <laughs> Not that much. <laughs> but he much. was cute. I liked him. <laughs> Okay, that's good. So you yeah, mine, mine was like I must have not stank <laughs> that bad. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, like men. still doable. <laughs> <laughs> but and so we were we were gonna leave, and and again, that shows that can show you the <clears throat> my naive. Um, I, I was young, yeah. so she was like, "Hey," I was. I told her I was like, "Hey, we're leaving," and she was like, "Why are you leaving? You should stay. I have I have rooms, Ooh. right?" She I had a three bedroom room. house. She had a three I bedroom have house. Three rooms and I was like, and oh, a well, I, I was like, I was like, I have, I have my driver. And she was like, <laughs> my <here."> driver. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Manny. And um, Manny's Poor just Manny. sitting there, the bro, with like his arms crossed, <laughs> like Mr. Mr. Puente. He's wearing his chauffeur hat. He's like, I'm fired. But it, it shows you that I was super naive because I was like, now I think about it, I was like, why didn't I just stay and figure out? The ride home later, you know, but because you were my, a young lad, young. yeah, no, definitely, you I was were young, a young and squirrel. Then, you weren't ready and, for the um, grown and no, ready, no, not at all. And um, <laughs> Cindy's no, like, mm-mm. you sure wasn't, and, you uh, sure was so not we laughed. Radio was coming at you, <laughs> so we left and we kind of communicated a little bit through MySpace. Stop, um, I'm literally dying. We hung out a couple of times. Was MySpace a thing when you were yes. alive? So we yes, hung- rude. I'm not an infant. So we hung out a couple times as Pero a tenías group. Como trece, no? Um, yes. <laughs> so we all hung out as a group, and you know she. This was late at a later date because y'all started messaging. Yeah, right DS. after New Year's. You hit that yeah. inbox. You got that right cute after- little orange number yeah, one. Yeah, we're right right after New Year's. Our first New messages. Yes, queen. Our first date was a DMA, right? Mm. Stop, we went to the DMA. Yes, we love the arts. And then there was like break dancers that night. Oh god! And we sat in the crowd. It was <laughs> the diverse souls. I was, gonna, I was about up. to say, but um, yeah. So we just hung out as a group because again, I'm not. I was you're never. You're timid. I was never the type to hit on women. You know, I was never that. This person that you um, met today, I made him. So Stop <laughs> it. I made so, you. Uh, we all hung out. Um, I didn't know moody. who. I didn't know who that kid was, or that boy in this picture. Um, I saw a young boy no, in his photos, and I was like, I don't know who this is. Maybe it's a brother. I don't know, you know. And then she finally said, "That's my son." And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm I'm 20. Hella grown. I don't I don't 
I'm a kid myself, you know. Right. Uh, like oh, my now parents. I sound horrible. <laughs> you <laughs> don't. Video ended. But um, so cool. Whatever. Fast forward, twenty days later. Long story short, twenty days later, I sealed the deal. Twenty days. Twenty days later, we went to Chili's. Yes, Chili's. And, Get uh, that uh, two as for a twenty. Group, as a group, and um, she was upset because I was kind of picking on her because me and Manny. Well, just like all of us. Ralph oh, I know. And all of I know. We have our jokes and wow, you, know, you do. We, we a all, fan club. We all Lamb. go in. So, um, you know, she she was a little upset and long story short, close the deal in twenty days. So we were together. I am over Dang, you bro. acting like this is a business we're transaction. <laughs> so I mean, he's so weird, right? No, but, like, oh it, yeah, it's a love story. <laughs> so I mean, we we hooked up within twenty days, but then, oh, that's what you meant. So Ooh. then, now I know too much about y'all. Up no, no, we kissed. Days, we, we kissed. kissed. Oh, you slow. <laughs> like a floozy. The no, next she was day, not. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being a floozy. No, no, no. But, <laughs> but within within three months, I did break Pro up. Pro, get your man. I did break up with her because of the <laughs> fact that I was like, "Yo, you need a man. I, I'm not who Ooh. you. I don't think. I, I don't at least think I'm the person you need in your life." You, you're a woman, you're, you have a career, you make financially, you're doing well. Obviously, you have a minivan. She's a whole mom. <laughs> you have a house. Wow. A that's, a, that's a big deal to some uh, A van is a mom Cinema. vehicle. But I mean, that's a big deal to some folks because some people be like, oh, you got a minivan? And some of us be like, oh, she got a minivan. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I was like, life, oh, right? like I'm, I'm like, yo, I'm 20 and I hey, can't my- buy you a drink. My minivan had screens, though. You couldn't buy her a drink. And sweet warmers. And it was leather. Let me it find, let me find out you had the wood grain. It did have the wood grain. <laughs> they were going to Whole Foods in there. That wood grain gripping. Oh, Dang. So I was all like, you know what? You you need a man because I can't oh, buy a drink. One said you better go sleep on the couch. Right? So, um, <laughs> Ooh. so uh, you know, we, we broke up for three months. We were broken off. And then she hit me up on myspace or facebook at this she's point like, i can't remember i can't remember but she's like hey don't worry about anything i don't remember the story Everything i remember how come you never remember the sweet I stuff no I but had... the story is not the same like i that did not happen immediately that happened like a year no, later that was almost. three months i remember oh my god i'm, I'm going, I'm going to inter- I, I will interject and say i remember <laughs> a span of of a few months where when Mondo would hang out with us a lot, mm-hmm. and was he heartbroken? He was feeling very sad. <laughs> He's a. Aren't you a cancer? That on You're uh, all up in your feelings. Come on, cancer. like we'd have fun. Mm. Like we'd go out at shows, or like we'd ha- be at hip hop nights at Zoo Bar or something. But I, I was like, man, Mondo's sad. <laughs> I don't know oh, what it is. Though. I mean, I know, I'm. But but all credit due to Cindy is she's the one that reached out and said, "Don't worry about that." She said, don't worry about the kid. Don't worry about the house. I want your companionship. Okay. I didn't see it like now, that. I remember wow, it that's way. like an old lady. You know, that's nice. The no, Mom. that's nice. And then um, so I was like, all right, cool. If she's in it, then I'm in it. Aww. You know, and then we she broke up with me because I was not acting right. Oh, hi, uh, I was acting my age. I was acting my age. Okay. I was I was dumb. Maybe. I was acting dumb. I did some dumb stuff. And. You know, so that was the, that the, was the full that scoop. Was a, that was the tough part, you know. But that goes to reflect our relationship now. It's not easy, <clears throat> you know, and and it's still not easy, 
You know, we, we go through ups and downs and, you know, the downs are, are downs, but the ups are good, you know, and that goes realistic, to, realistic. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to sugarcoat that. You know, I, I, anyone that going into a relationship or, or don't chocolate married, coat it either. No, I'm not going to chocolate coat it for you, but, but, you know, oh, like cocoa, that, <laughs> you know, just to tell everybody that it's not, it's not easy. It takes two of us. Right. You know, it's never been, you know, it's never been easy. You know, You're okay, it's Ralph? tough. I'm but, fine, uh, Eva. Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> so, He's you know, her her being a little bit older. What? Wow. A little We're bit. The same a little age. bit. A little oh bit. My a couple of months. Gato. A couple of months. You definitely already like outed yourselves a long time ago. <clears throat> wow. Shout in. Cindy. Do the math. Do well, the I had math. Andrew when I was nine. <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell? But it, it go it, it it went to it show happens. you where we were all at, you know? right? Um, You've again, grown together. Oh, definitely. And 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 again, growing up with the <laughs> traditional Hispanic Mexican yeah. parents, they weren't happy. Mm-hmm. They weren't happy we at don't all. Blame. I don't blame. You know, my mom <laughs> cried. My mom cried when I told her hey, I'm leaving the house, and she's like, "Who?" And I. For the longest, I covered her up because I was afraid. I was afraid to tell them it's an older woman, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> with the kid, you know. But, it, but I was looking hella tight though, no, and, and right, you still do. Okay, they're Se robaron a mando. But um, chicos, I'm proud. But um, you know, they weren't happy, and I told them straight up. I was like, look, if you, you know, I, this is the woman I love and if you can't accept her then that's cool that's fine but I just won't be around now they love her to death mm-hmm. they ask about her a little bit more than they do me <laughs> you know where's Cindy how Cindy I haven't seen Cindy on Cindy you know I'll make food for Cindy you know it's like come on you know but just you know I say that to say that it's not easy mm-hmm. you know growing up different but is her- it vegan though Oh my god, bro! We don't want to hear all this though. Like this is, we hear a lot of like nice, beautiful love stories on here that have me crying. Right, but y'all bring in the real, no, and I like I'm not real. ready for this. It's it's hard. It's this hard. is hard. There was, there was hard nights at Zoo Bar. <laughs> I remember. Hard, hard nights, nights. Where I, on the I remember. Where, I would. I would. Me, my brothers were like, Mondo's our brother. <laughs> no, I have, to, I have to. I have to. Him. I have to tell this story. Uh oh. Um, oh, here we go. There was, then we gotta get to get into the Coco Andre story. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. okay, okay come okay, on, okay. come on. There was uh, there was a time that I was late. You off. are Manny's cousin. Exactly, right? Take <laughs> you are Manny's cousin. Yeah, yeah. Was, oh, Manny hears is. Manny's watching right now. Hey, Manny. <laughs> Tommy is a few episodes behind. He's so um, there was uh, there was a time that what was that that place next to Center that. They closed down in Mockingbird Station. That big space that uh, Furface Boy used. Furface Boy. All that little area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless. Um, Mockingbird Station. Yeah, Mockingbird Station. Pee Wee and Jose. Uh, rest in peace. Um, we hung out and they knew I was going through some times or whatever. This was and, uh, the breakup time? No, no, no. This was after we were together. Oh, and I okay. was actually Just kidding. laid off. And, mm-hmm. Oh, you, and, you uh, fast forward. Yeah, fast forward. Got, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. We're pregnant. He's when we're pregnant. Yeah, yeah, we're pregnant. And I don't got no job. Yes. I got nothing else to do. So yeah. Might as well just smoke this a little one week. I can Wait, agree. hold on. He didn't smoke. No, I didn't. But, no, he um, didn't. 
Y'all need to go. This is taking forever. <laughs> Hurry up with the story. So, Pee Wee and Jose, I guess Ralph had told them what was going on. And they told me, hey, they pulled me to the side. We had been drinking, hanging out, kicking it, whatever, the um. usual. And then they're like, yo, you know, Ralph told us of uh, your circumstances or whatever. They offered, they, they were like, yo, if you need money, we got you. Mm. They were like ready to, they literally pulled out money, mm. you know. And, and we uh, legit cried. And, for, <laughs> you know, forever I'm in debt with them because of that, you know, because they didn't have to do that. Um, Which is telling of his lovely family well, and of course, himself. Of course, you know, and, and you know, that was, that was a great, a great experience to deal with them, you know, and, um, but I always had fun with Pee Wee and, and Jose. The Tamayo gang. The Tamayo gang. Quick rundown. So and we'll just end it. Okay, what? <laughs> I had a thing of choking people. Oh my yes. God. Here yes. we go. Here we go. This is not a kink thing. No. Okay. No. No. Like, no. If anybody. <laughs> Someone got hella choked that night. Say it. That, that was a sound effect <laughs> that I made when I choked somebody. No, apparently. there's a tornado. So yes. long. Again, I'm I was scared. I was I was out with Manny. There's a lot of stories that me and Manny shared, right? So me and Cindy were broken up. Cindy was doing her thing, cool. You know, we were on a break. Okay, friends. <laughs> Are we on a break? And uh, and uh, so we we're at Crown Harp. It's Tell a Thursday. I right really here. don't go out. Uh, Manny was um, was entertaining a friend, and uh, that friend had a friend, so I had to entertain her. Um, but. I was Did doing you? it just to do it, just to oh. be a wingman, you know, and um, and uh, Trying to so cool. We were hanging out, whatever, and then Settle. this friend, the friend that I was entertaining, had a next friend that showed up, and he has he had a little man sy- syndrome, and he was trying to pick on me, and I was like, yo, like chill, whatever. And you got big like, man syndrome. And, uh, yeah, he's I like, you barked the wrong syndrome. tree. Uh, I choked him. <laughs> Needless to say, I choked him from the front of Crown and Harp all the way to the back. No, you were on the back part. I was in the front by the bar. By the bar. And then I choked him, and we ended up on top of where Cindy was at. Where I was where with my new was, boo she thing. Was with, she was with a friend. <laughs> and uh, I, mean, Flavor he, of the week. I mean, he can still catch his hands. <laughs> I'm TT. Still to this day, still to this day, he can catch these. Crown and Harp was a uh, was a bar that used to be on Lower Greenville. Greenville. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was after. Zubar. What is it now? Um, some developers bought the whole building out, oh, so Lord, all of that is. I think it's a restaurant I, if it's not now. gone yet, it'll be soon. It's a restaurant. So, so I I choked <clears throat> this individual on my all table, the way, and I wooed like a train. I was that drunk. I, I can't remember. You, didn't you saw this, Manny? No, no, Manny no. I didn't. Me. Manny this told is, me. but we had enough people at Crown that were like, "Yeah, your boy Mondo." Woo woo! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a so I, I ended up on top of Cindy's table. Well, the guy ended up on top of Cindy's table. I was choking him, and uh, I was choking him, and then Cindy like tapped me on the shoulder, was like, "Stop." And I let go. She had to mother you. And she dropped him. I mean, he, he dropped him. him. And then I dropped <laughs> him and, and I away left. And said, Monterrey, puto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyrone brother, Brent, was valeting that night. And we had to run out, get our keys, and we left. 
because police June. were called and it was just a hot mess. You were outing yourself so many times yeah, this episode. I mean, it's statue right? of limitation now. It ain't him. It ain't him. Decolores don't dry snitch. Mm. Get off our <laughs> podcast, feds. Bruh. And that one star review that's still listening. Yeah, I that's see probably you. the feds. I see you. It's yeah. The they can listen. And you Linda know? said you knocked our drinks over. I did knock their drinks and over. And the table But fell. that was bittersweet. Like, I was like, yes, I get to choke this dude. And I dropped those drinks with her flavor of the week. Like, really? <laughs> you know? So I was like, cool. Was you know? it a good flavor? <laughs> I'm not with it. So. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, win. So. I Mina, you're the good flavor. <laughs> My flavor is Mondo. Mango? My favorite Mondo. flavor of lollipop is Mondo. You, you like Mandonadas. Wow. <laughs> I like Mandonadas. Wow. <laughs> I was so bien But it, again, it just goes to show you that it wasn't, it was never easy. You know, it's, it's, it's you bring tough. up something I think we've discussed, and I want to get into this because I was talking to you about it Hispanic at dinner. People can't ever be just happy. <laughs> That's not where I was going, yeah. <laughs> but I think I enjoyed talking to you about it just in our like um, while we were eating dinner the other day, which was like masculinity and like Mexican masculinity, which is like only results in like anger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I just we talk about that a lot here. I talk with Rafa about it just on a friend level as well because I'm just like machismo is the devil and like i feel so bad because like in that situation that was your form of mm-hmm, expression mm-hmm. right which was like anger and violence no no i definitely couldn't use my words but don't be because all you had to say was be, girl i love you don't, and i just want to be with you don't get it messed up i cried it up good i'm glad movie. i'm you glad know, I'll, I'll cry at a drop of a dime right you know that doesn't it's never been an issue for me you know, it, it's a running joke with God right now. It's like, do you need a Kleenex because you're crying? But, but I think it took you a while you know, to get to that point. Oh, no, definitely. But I've always been that way because I remember watching. You would just hide it. I mean, even even going back yeah, to my sister, maybe. going back with my sister, we would watch Chavalocho. Mm-hmm. And we cried in that episode where he got kicked out. <laughs> you know, so Damn. it's like it's like it's always been there. You know, right. but I had to hide it mm-hmm. because of. You the, felt you had to. Hide yeah. It. Yeah. Because of the, the dad that I had. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, he was very firm and tough with us, or with me at least, and and that that's what I thought needed to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, but with Cindy, she she kind of broke that down. It was like, yo, you can you can be you. You know, you can be awkward and you know socially awkward. And, <laughs> Do you boo? Yeah, exactly. You know, so it was. Um, it was, she made everything okay. She mm. brought everything full circle for me. You know, that's sweet. So that's why I feel like I'm in debt with her because. Not because be, I've always seen her as a role model. It's like, I want to be like her, mm. you know. So I see her running at 100 miles per hour. I'm like, yo, I need to catch up, I need to stay True. up to pace. And I am hard on myself because I'm like, yo, she's running at this speed, I need to be with her, mm-hmm. you know. So there's times where I, you know, get frustrated, get fussy, you know, at in the household. And it's not because if it's at her or the kids, it's at myself because I'm like, yo, I need to bring more to the table, mm. you know. So she sees it as, oh, he's in a bad mood or he's being, being hella grouchy angry. or whatever the case may be, or he's hangry. No, it's just, Same. I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to keep up with her, you know, right. because I see her. That's a beautiful way to put it. And you that's know? where I'm glad Rafa brought up. I said it was realistic, but that we need to see these like real ass relationships, which is like, it's not I'm always real. fun. It's not no. always loving and sweet. It's, we want to work on this together and get I mean, through we, it we've and been keep the, going. We've been together since 2007 and, 
and it doesn't get easier. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's anything, times it gets, it gets more complicated. Harder. It gets harder, and there are times, and I think we can both agree that there's times where it's like, yo, we're we doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and now that we have a child in common, it's like, are we staying together because of the child? Or, or are we doing this because we love each other? Or are we doing other? this because we love each other? And Tune into the next episode. Jeez, I'm all stressed out. <laughs> no, and then, and then, I mean, and, but of course, there's definitely moments where it's like, I really do love her. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's, I mean, there's, there's times where we, we spent together, it's been to part, you know, just last couple of days. I'm like, shit, I do miss her. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do miss her. You know, it's not just. I mean, on I could have gone one more day. Oh my god! But, uh, but you know, <laughs> it, it's, it, it's tough. It's hard, and I, and I like that. I like that of her. There was one time when she told me, uh, "I don't need you," and I was like, "Hold on, wait." And I was like, ready to throw these hands. Do not stop. You're not right? PT from Oak Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> but she told me, "I keep you around because I want you." I don't keep you around because I, I want to, you. I we choose, choose to you. be together. But she's like, "I don't you. need you." I'm gonna need you to start recording all y'all's messages because y'all both have different <laughs> stories we do every have time. S- such different but stories. But we do finish each other's sandwiches. Oh my god! But um, <laughs> I'm hungry. Lame. Lame. <laughs> okay, tacos and nopal. but you know like i said it's not easier it gets harder we went through our hardest when we were pregnant with gala was with through gala i was laid off we thought we were just gonna hang out and party at texas theater oh my god and uh, And then we we ended up knocked yoga after dark mm -hmm. y'all it's it's real decided to get pregnant And, oh my um, god! I'm gonna fast forward us into the Coco Andre story. Sure, why and, not? Uh, but let yeah. me tell my story. Go for it. <laughs> so then, okay, so y'all met, fell in love, working it out, and where did Coco Andre come in? Because I know your so, mom is supreme queen. My mom is supreme queen, as a reina mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, so Coco Andre came about when we were both laid off in 2009. So you and your mother or you both of us okay one right after the other so my mom was working for a company there was a chocolate shop in dallas and it was the first one don't put them on blast i'm not gonna say who they are Oop. but they're not around anymore Oop. Boom. Um, but anyway um so <laughs> this chocolate shop was around for i think about 20 years which is a good run but the company was sold and my mom was basically sold along with it mm. from one day to the next it was like hey we've sold this company and here's your new owner so my mother um didn't like that of course her feelings were hurt she thought she was going to get a congratulations it's been 20 years you're mm. getting um this reward and she was with them from the start yeah from the start so she thought she was getting maybe like what is it like a pension type thing? Mm-hmm. You know, Hispanic people are used to. I don't know <laughs> about that. <laughs> uh, like so a she thought she was getting, yeah, like a, she was. She thought she was getting like um, a bonus check. And what happened was that they sold the company, and then so she stayed on for maybe another five years, off and on. And then the company was no longer succeeding; it was failing. And we decided they let her go at one point because there was no money coming in. So we decided we were going to open our own right when I got laid off, um, maybe like three weeks after her I was laid off. And I come in crying like I always do because I cry. I'm Yay. the crier. Um, ch- chingona pero chillona. 
though. <laughs> so I came in crying and let her know, like, um, you know, I lost my job today, too. What are we going to do? I have my son at the time. Andrew was nine ish, nine, 10 years old. And um, I had my mortgage. I had my car. I had every credit card under the sun. Girl. So I was living life. Oh, I'm sorry. And, <laughs> and I had my young thing. <laughs> she was my sugar mama i was a sugar mama <laughs> but um so yeah we were we were <laughs> life um great and then we were both out of a job and we decided we were gonna open our own business so and what had you been doing prior to that i was working for a construction company i was mm. a project manager for nice. a project in las vegas that was a multi-million project multi-million dollar project Nice. So I was getting flown everywhere the to go. Yeah, to go run it and run the books and see how the project was doing. So, and that came to an end. And they fired you, and then you and mom were like, "We gonna do something." They fired me. They laid me off. Sorry, I don't know the terminology. Wow, I've never been either. So I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got a check, and they're like, "Here you go. Good luck." Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, so then um, with our little unemployment checks that we had we decided we were going to open our shop in not in oak cliff we actually tried first in irving but it was just not the scene that we were looking for we weren't foodies at the time we didn't know that oak cliff was up and coming that it was like the trendy place that was going to happen eventually for me it was just a place where i had friends Mm -hmm. and i liked the area and i felt comfortable in it and I thought it'd be cool to open a shop for Hispanic people to actually come to a chocolate shop. So we opened our chocolate shop there with only $400. Oh, wow. In our pockets at that time, right? I think our rent was that. And maybe between us, we mustered like $3,000. Wow. To like build it out family? Within, within two months. So, yeah, it was it was tough time. And mom just like she knew exactly what she needed because she'd been working the yeah, chocolate business for 20 forever. years. She was had a production, so she knew how to run numbers. She knows how to break down um, how much one block of chocolate is going to give you to what it's going to produce and how many hours it's going to take for that person to produce mm-hmm. a truffle or any kind of piece of chocolate that you need. So wow. she's a whiz with that. That's amazing. And then so, I was good at I was really good at emails. So <laughs> when she when she told me she was gonna open up a shop in Oak Cliff, I was like, Good luck. Because I knew Oak Cliff for what it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, for well, a lot of people knew yeah, it. Yeah, you know, I was here Sundays and that was it. Like we would I would go cruising down Clarendon I a couple of times. Piper. I would cruise on Clarendon. You I know. had Every now and then. So I was like, Yeah, good luck. I'm not I don't wanna pay the dollar fifty for Hershey's right you know like who's gonna pay for your chocolate but i was like good wow. luck you know but the joke's on me no so. that's real though no, like yeah, especially yeah. if you're like now from you're the hood and you pay for a chocolate bar so now i'm Literally. like whatever she says i'm like yo let's roll i'm with you yeah you know so men uh, coming listen to, to your 2019. wife listen to the women in your listen life not just your wife because <laughs> <laughs> i ain't no wife and y'all listening no, to me listening okay to you girl <laughs> you, you doing it real big oh hey yeah. okay keep going keep going so um yeah, what, what am I supposed to So you and your mom start this chocolate shop. You, her family kind of gets all the money together y'all can. You get yes. a spot in Oak Cliff and y'all start the business. Yes. And how did it, how was the reaction? Oh, the reaction was. Initially. Oh, you're opening up here too? Uh-oh. So it was the person from across the way. She comes into our store and she's like, oh, never heard of y'all. 
where it is. Dude, had, what are you talking about? Yeah, like hey, it's it's a, a sweet, sweet idea, but it's chocolate. Come it's on, yikes! Shots fired. So I get it, dude. So, um, <coughs> we God. opened. She comes into our store, and <laughs> she's like, um, "I didn't know y'all were opening here," and we're like, "We didn't know you were either." Like, this is not our. This is not where we. We weren't looking for this. Like it just happened to fall into place that it was the right price for us. It was the area that we wanted to be in and we didn't know much about the food scene. So we were lucky that we were able to afford it with the money that we had. And the landlord that we had at that point was like, here's the keys. Once you get it up and running and clean, then I'll start charging you rent. Mm. So um, I would have left it real nasty for I a know, long right? time. For the rest of the life. <laughs> no, but he was amazing. I think we paid, I think, $800 up until six years ago mm-hmm. for rent here in Oak Cliff, which is wow. unheard of. Um, so that was like <clears throat> a real big blessing. And as soon as we, another landlord came over and took over our, our building, because we thought we were going to actually be able to open it. I mean, buy it. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> we thought we were gonna actually be able to open, buy the building, and what happened was that the building got sold out from under us, and nobody was told, "Hey, there's a buyer coming, right. and you're gonna be sold." So that new buyer and owner of the building comes in and tells us, "Hey, we're gonna start raising your rents to be more in balance or in line with the rents going on in Oak Cliff, more competitive, more competitive pricing." So <laughs> does that mean gentrification? <laughs> oh, gentrification is real. And then, um, so the he started to raise our rent. We went from eight hundred to twelve hundred in less than four, like th- no, maybe three months, right? Mm-hmm. Three months. And he let us know every three months, I'm just gonna keep bringing you up. God damn. Yeah. So that's when we just said, hey, we need to find our own place. And all of a sudden, it's it's weird. I do say it's all by God's hand that we found our next building like we spoke it out into the world and it came right back to us within that summer we were buying that our, our new location our shop at 508 west 7th street shout out and, and we were there by august and here we are wow yeah but then so the initial reaction to this new chocolate shop like people you immediately had customers or we was did, it like a struggle actually. along we the We had um, people that were still looking for my mom and still looking for that old company. And it was funny. Like, I actually took one of the – the person that um, last owned that company before it closed, they let me have all the numbers and books of clients that they had before they mm, closed. That's nice. So I reached out to people, and they're like, oh, my God, thank you for reaching out. And they started, like, giving us orders in business that they had. And they were glad that they were actually working with my mom. So people were looking for her. So then y'all had a little boost from that. We because had a little she had boost already from that. People knew her name. notable company yeah. and they wanted her And for chocolate. 25 years, she was the face of that company. So mm. if somebody wanted an order, they knew who to talk to. And now I've become the face of that company. Yes. So then you, you started pretty well then. And how was that? How does that intertwine... <laughs> but at least you had something. We had something. Yeah, we weren't just out of the blue. Right. And then you built from there. Yeah, from there. And yeah. so when did you when did you first feel like we did something? I think until last year, right? I think last year we really felt like we did something like when so we had already well, actually, no. There's been a lot of moments where you feel like I would say 2016 16 was like the turnaround. Like, Hold on. 
Um, we going to the White House. Yeah, we met Tori Birch. How did that happen? So we were, um, we applied for a loan because we had bought that house and mm-hmm. we were paying a mortgage and we were paying a lease. So that show was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, we exhausted all our funds that we had saved up for that year. We were like, okay, $20,000 for ourselves or do we buy a house? So we bought the house, um, but then we used all the money quickly to like remodel it. And we still needed maybe like $70,000 to finish yeah. the build out. And we applied for a loan. And then that loan introduced us to the Tory Burch Foundation. And from there, it just took off. She started using us as like the spokesperson, spokeswomen mm-hmm. for her brand. So she flew us to Washington twice in 2016. One was to the United States of Women, and that was over 5,000 women that we met and spoke about our business and entrepreneurship as, as women. Mm-hmm. And then wait, after that, wait, in wait, October... Wait, we, can't, we can't overlook who was all there, though. Oh, my God. Um, Barack Obama and Miss Michelle Obama. Hey. Can we get a hand clap, though? Um, Oprah. Oprah. Oh, bitch. Oprah was Oprah. there. Warren Buffett. Oprah's Warren like above Buffett. those people to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody was really there for Oprah and Miss Obama, but even Mr. Obama was like, y'all are really here for them. Right. (laughs) He knew what it was. He knew what it was. But yeah, he was super adorable. Oh, damn. Cindy has a blurry picture with Carrie Washington. Yes, Carrie Washington. Was that lady, the the people from the Friends, the Erickettes? One of the them. Rockets? Rockets. Arquette? 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 Oh, Arquette. Arquette. Patricia Arquette. No, Monica and David Arquette. That's Patricia. Okay, that's one. She's not from Friends, but she you was. You say Monica. She's Courtney. Not Monica. She's Courtney a sister. Cox. Is she really? She's a, she's a Patricia Cox. Arquette. I have pictures of people. blonde. And then the lady Jesus. that does the tennis. The tennis lady? Uh, not uh, Serena? No, no, no. no the uh, original Maria tennis player. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Come on, oh. tennis. Is that her? Sharapova. Monica Seles? Sharapova. No. Oh. Uh, she has oh. a movie. Sharapova, mm-hmm. you mean the druggie? No, no, no. What? The lady well, that, that beat a man in tennis. Oh. There's a movie. What's her name? Oh, my God. She wears little cute glasses. She's really an adorable little lady. Was that? Mm. That's not her name. Sharapova. Yeah. No. That's the only There's a movie. tennis girl that's blonde that well, I know. Well, whatever. You went to the White House twice. Anywhere. Anywhere. But um, that was the first time y'all felt like you really did something? Yeah, that people were recognizing what we were doing. Like, as Hispanic women, I think you aren't giving that kind of pedestal or platform. Mm-hmm. It's rare. And you felt the difference with your Latinidad in being in this industry? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. right away? Right away. And what about for your mom being an... And I still feel it. Being originally an an undocumented woman? Um, Originally, I, for her, I think it was it was... At the moment, I didn't recognize how big and powerful of a moment it was in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think until last year, it's when I'm like, it really hit me like, hey, this is my mom was illegal at one point, And she's walking the halls of the White House, mm-hmm. these marble floors. Like as a child, I'm sure she never thought of it. I never thought of it. Right. Like who really pictures that I'll be walking in those hallways and actually doing something there and speaking about women, you know, women in entrepreneurship and being Latina and how difficult it is. So, and then she was surrounded by all these other powerful Latinas like Cristela, Beatriz from Me Too. Mm. Um, It was, it was just and a bunch of women that had bachelor's degrees. And I'm like, that's even like, um, 
thought of like mm-hmm. they're rare latinas having bachelor's degrees are just it's it's a rare thing too so and meanwhile me and gal are at home watching us cr- on a live stream because i took those billy jean off. king thank you manny that's who it was she's okay. amazing I so i hugged her she took like 20 selfies with us she's really about selfie life she's amazing <laughs> that's funny you're like <laughs> thank you Shut um but that's incredible yeah so do y'all like stop and take a moment at those times because whenever it's like a really no. high energy thing you're just going i think that is how we live our life we're just going um and it takes us like a year or so to really appreciate y'all the need moment. to pause and be present more it's hard it is hard but that's where i'm like this thing like even the way you talk about it is so mm-hmm. cash it is and it's yeah. just like it's telling of how how y'all's brains function and like mm-hmm. how incredible you are really because you're not even sitting in it for a minute yeah and you have to sit in it and soak in your greatness for a minute because y'all have created something out of essentially nothing yes. and really from like you hit the bottom and now you're killing it because yeah. y'all are y'all are doing these art pieces it's from not just chocolate and, and i'm gonna say i think probably this last quarter is the first time that i haven't stressed out or cried as so much. that's mm. no much, that is not but much. it it is like that's a really big deal for us i think i was able to go on these last two trips and there was money in the bank yeah. so that's that's a really hard thing to know that your bills are covered mm-hmm. and that you're gonna be okay for the next month so right um it's a big deal i'm starting to appreciate a little bit more i'm starting to start d- starting to like um not what is it like have joy in those moments Mira nomás. hold on somebody Drake. get my white coat and my car i'm and my about Range to Rover. walk through these halls um, walk down jefferson no davis <laughs> davis because that's where we started from Okay, Drake could find this. Drake is very strict ain't about him. Nobody going to I wish they would. Aub- I wish they would come Aubrey. after us. I'm just, he makes people take off videos from he, Instagram. He got his bike stolen. He got his bike stolen on Charles. I wish know. they would. Anyways, so It's that's- really dope to see where y'all have gotten to where y'all came from. Like, yeah, it's dope to see but, where you But don't, don't, don't get it twisted. We haven't made it here by ourselves either. No, we've had a big it, it, team of people that have helped us. It's been... Supported it's us. It's been the Raphael's mm. of OC3. Chill, bro. Yes. You know. He's always making, been with us making, side by side. Making our, our biggest event, like... Dia de los Muertos. Muertos. We're so Chill, sad bruh. it's not going to happen this year. Chill, bro. It's easy. It's, it's easy for anyone to get behind. When people can see through all the like debris and bullshit that exists in a community, when when someone will sit there and concentrate and look through all of that and realize that something is 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 good for the people, is noble, and it has integrity, they'll be with you. And if anyone has the power to like support that, they'll do it wholeheartedly. And I've been one of many. No, I no, remember definitely. when y'all were posted up and I how many art how many shows did I go that the Don Juans were throwing there in the back? <laughs> you know what I mean? The first show. With That's our what walls I'm saying. Down. And, and how, many, how many times like, you know, we flip our language to to support the people mm-hmm. that we care about mm-hmm. and that we love because we know that y'all are, one, we love y'all, but two, y'all are doing something that it we was, need. I, I honestly want to say it's what it was one of my parents' probably first shows ever. Art shows mm-hmm. you know, to come to Dia uh, de Muertos because of what you know, Cindy did. You know, I help out. I help out whatever I can. Mm-hmm. And wherever she tells me 
do this, do that, I'll help out. And, um, you know, and it's because of, like I said, the Rafaelas, it's the, 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 the Don Juans who helped us out along the way, the Padillas, you know, mm-hmm. um, who helped us out. And even, um, El Padino, you know, he, oh, he's been, he's been, Ooh, shout out. He's, yeah. he's been the big influential. And I mean, even you guys now, the Colores, mm-hmm. you know, doing, we doing what it. we do. And, um, but it's, it's. Again, it, it definitely takes a community. Mm-hmm. It's not just us, you know. And and I think what I've I've told Cindy is we're we're providing a platform that we never had, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I see it from the outside looking in. You know, I've seen the hours that she puts in, and still to this day, you know, it, it takes a toll on us as mm-hmm. a family, as a couple, as a husband and wife. It takes a toll. And and there are times where I'm like, yo, just quit. I'd rather you quit, have a normal nine to five and not deal with this. But at the same time, I understand the the what she's had to put forward. What not just her, her dad, mom, her dad. mom, sisters. her sisters, you know, what, what, what our children. Our children. <laughs> Gala. She puts in twelve hours. Our friends, our family. She's put in twelve hour days. You know, our, our four year old. And, um, you know, so that definitely puts everything into perspective of, yo, we're all in it together. Mm-hmm. You right. know, if, if we all make it, we all make it. Mm-hmm. But it's not just us. It's the, the colores. It's the OC3s. It's the um, El Padrino. You know, it's it's all of us. It's not just, just us. We're going to bring everyone. Electric Kitchen. Mm-hmm. We love them to death. Yes. You know, I'm a meat eater, but I love these. Same. <laughs> You know, I'm a plant based eater, thank Same. you. But, uh, but I wear guaraches. I'm also a meat eater. You need to stop, Rafa, because we saw you do something. Ooh, we earlier. saw you knuckle that in, though, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> what that mouth do? All right. Y'all so, need to chill. but really, y'all just brought up like everything that we yeah. brought you here for. And our store is supposed to be a platform where people can use it. Like, we didn't have a lot of handouts along the way. And I think sometimes doors were shut in our face when we asked for help. So for us, our building, our shop, whatever we have is for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So if we can host a pop-up, if we can host an art show, if we can host Dia de los Muertos and educate people on it's not just a Halloween. It's more than that. It's more than just face painting. It's more than just decorating it's something that ties back to our roots so Mm -hmm. i think that's what we use our house for now is to show like the importance of being hispanic and how our roots are used in every way or our traditions our food everybody uses it but they don't know and appreciate the value of it that it brings to everybody it just right. it's and that's disrespectful and that's mad disrespectful no, definitely <laughs> and, and that's that's something i've even conveyed with our with our demographic you know um my parents never came out you know but now they come out i want to say they've come out to every single the other that, we that we've now. had mm-hmm. you know and they're always wow that's awesome you know i know your mom uh, Ralph's mom oh, comes out and we love her to <laughs> death. She's super and, sweet. Uh, you know, she comes out, you know, and, and that's also, it's amazing to see that, you know, we don't just get the young crowd. We get the older generation. We, we get that head nod, like right. we're doing a good thing, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? So, so seeing that is like, okay, let's keep it going. 
definitely. Where they miss tradition. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And and it can get lost in translation, but Mm -hmm. that's something that we try to stay focused on and and, uh, keep pushing, you know, not just for us, but for for our kids. For sure. For for our 20-year-old son, for our four-year-old kid, you know, and it's because it's, you know, she sees this. She sees this in movies. She sees now that I'm approaching 32, I feel like I'm learning. <laughs> yes, smooth 32. <laughs> I'm learning more about my culture, about its food, about mm-hmm. our traditions, um, just about how anything that is related to the Hispanic culture can be tied back to the Mayans, the Olmecs, the Aztecs. And it's something that can be traced back. Anything that we do is tied back to something that is historically written down and painted so like it's it's just a deeper level of of education i guess i mean we're we're, we're about to get that bronco with that aztec god with the woman yeah and then that's gonna be me and cindy it's gonna be me yeah that's gonna be us so as as we're wrapping up uh quickly tell us a little bit about that exploration of like the coco land basically bruh so <laughs> just the cocoa so, part the cocoa part so chiapas yes okay so we went to chiapas because we are really trying to educate ourselves on the ethical uses of cacao mm-hmm. beans um so we decided we we're gonna go visit this farm and actually meet the people that bring down these beans to us and we use them here and sell them at a high dollar price Mm -hmm. which everybody calls a high dollar price right but now we know they're worth like who is gonna in the middle of the day imagine dallas weather with 60 percent humidity climb a mountain and and along this mountain there's ants there's tarantulas there's butterflies there's um what is it yerba mala Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is poison ivy um and just walk up this mountain and pick these little tiny beans and bring them down at 50 kilos at a time which is 100 pounds wow equivalent to 100 pounds at a time down from this mountain just so you can have a piece of chocolate but these these people aren't the first people to do that. These people, we can trace it back again to the Mayans and mm-hmm. the Aztecs and the Olmecs. We've been doing this. So it was just, an, it was, it was exhausting. It was hot, but it was also the best experience of my life mm. and deepest connection to my roots that I've ever felt like legit. I think we all wanted to cry when we made it to the top of that mountain. And we could say that we walked the same past that maybe our Mayan forefathers had. Mm-hmm. So I mean I mean me and Gala only I mean, made it like three blocks. But whatever. <laughs> it was hot. She's she's a little queen, so she was like, I'm not having it. That's so I'm turning like, back around. Let's there's like back. professional photos and we're like drenched in sweat. <laughs> but that's like so like, incredible knowing not yeah. only like our ancestry roots or whatever like that we don't know because we don't mm-hmm. know a lot of our Mexican history in that deep regard and be like are able to retrace those steps, but knowing this this route that essentially has made your existence what it is now mm-hmm. and like given you purpose the last few years and, and really provides our, your food and business yeah, yeah no the, that's incredible we we honor it it definitely is like my little next t-shirt is gonna be us holding a cocoa pod but it has the virgin mary halo oh my god how funny because it is i mean it's it's traceable down to our roots so it's just something that 
I don't know. I think you until you walk that jungle and experience that. I don't think you're Mexican until um, you do that. Stop, girl. We ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> ain't none of us all going to make it to no, Chiapas. we all are. But I think I we mean, have to we honor offer, and respect uh, We can that. offer tours if anyone's interested. <laughs> Go to www.com. <laughs> this is the end of your Chiapas tour. Here's your Mexican card. Have a good Jesus life. Christ. No, but I mean, it's, it's just something that I really wish that we always honor. Like, we always put, not honor, we always put european culture on a pedestal and i think even as a child i did too i thought being espanol from espana mm. was like the best thing like i wanted to be associated with that but now i really want to be associated with my indigenous roots like mm. i am starting to appreciate the way they cook they cook so healthy they use everything around them they didn't make any they were super green like the greenest people on earth like mm-hmm. everything that they carried even the baskets <laughs> even the baskets that they would what make to carry their food in was made out of palmas right. yeah so and now all that is trendy and then they're disrespecting trendy. the people that have yeah, been doing it for centuries or like we didn't even talk about the witch the kids that they're doing so now oh natives, my natives aren't even getting saved my mom no. was like, Por qué le pusieron Sephora? Eso no es de árabes. I was like mom that has nothing to do with the like, witch kids yeah no but all of that's so true is that that's indigenous that's life that's norm that's what they've existed on for centuries and centuries and i think too as hispanic or as mexican for me being a hispanic person growing up in irving i kind of like um (laughs) i kind of like shied away from my culture for mm-hmm. so long and then now i'm embracing it it's and the I'm assimilation loving it. i think and being yeah, mexican-american you, you, you feel like you have in, to and now i know that i don't fit in but i fit in with my my people right. so i'm not trying to fit in with everybody else i'm making my own lane now for sure. So I want to wrap up the interview by thanking you all for coming today. Oh. Clearly, we can talk for centuries. Um, everything y'all were saying about community, like, it's so beautiful. It's so necessary. It's so felt here in this community. And that's why that's why everybody loves y'all. Like, when you walk in that store, you can't tell that y'all are having a bad day or not because... No, we're, we can't present that. All of you are so <laughs> sweet and loving. Your we mom's do. incredible, gives the best hugs, and is so happy to see you. We do. We appreciate everybody that walks into our door because I feel like everybody that walks into our door has actually paid attention to what we're doing right? and appreciates what we're doing. We do. And so just... We wish you all the best. We're always here Aww. for y'all. Y'all know this, but like you also make really fucking good chocolate. Like Thanks. I'm not just saying it like I'm upset with myself because now I'm like I finish Aww, a bag in a day and I hate myself for it. But it's so good that I'm gonna <laughs> go back and we should support um, families and and companies like this because they are representative of us they are opening these spaces for us these older generations feel comfortable coming out to these events because they know that they're put on by us for us essentially Mm -hmm. and so for everybody for everybody trying to educate everybody but you know what i mean it's (laughs) created a welcome space space. and and just knowing that is exists is enough and and you all are really leading leading that pack in my opinion especially Thank in bishop you. arts which is like feels weird and uncomfortable for yeah. most it's, of it's our like people it's like what gala nowadays. says a huevo 
Oh my god. A huevo. A huevo. We have to. Does she we have say to. that? No, I've never heard her say that. My, my dad gets mad, but I'm like, whatever. That is it's hilarious. Fine. It is what it is. Well, thank you, Coco Andre. Rafa, thank do you have any final us. parting words? I do not. I mean, I still wow, have. I still have a who you got. Because they finished a bottle of mezcal, and he's probably lit into I heaven am, now. I am very lit. But I, I mean, mean, how else would we do a show without mezcal? I mean, yes. I mean, I'm no. still ready for who you got, though. Oh my God, those! Oh. Shout out to oh, Visa actually, Mezcal. yeah, We're y'all can close, close out the show with us. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. gonna get their help in a little bit with a specific segment. So we're gonna put you Uh-oh. on the spot. I hope you're ready. Ooh. But thank you all for Let being here. Your love, way. your family, your community, your chocolate, you. your art, everything is felt. You're very necessary here. We wish you all the best. We're we look forward to every success that you have. Thank and we can't you. wait to keep working with you all. Y'all are the best. We love you guys. We too. love you. Thank love you for you. being on the Colores finally. Mondo, do you have yeah. anything to say? Both You've been waiting for a long time to be here. No, like I've always said, you're you guys in as in the Colores, y'all's win is our win. Mm. Yeah. You know, if y'all win, we win. We are super know? proud and, of you. And we're super proud. Mm-hmm. Not just because I'm friends with Ralph. Yeah, you know, but but because what you guys? I mean, are doing. we met you along the way. I know yeah. my little Thanks raggedy self. <laughs> yeah. Now that we know and, you, and, fuck and, around. I mean, you could too. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, it, and it and it's and it's been, you know, no all jokes aside, we've gotten to meet you or, mm-hmm. or know you in the mm-hmm. last couple of months or whatever, mm-hmm. where we've hung out. You know, stop! You're, I want to hear his story. You know, so <laughs> so we we've gotten to know Eva. You know, and and um, she real cute, and I, and okay. I feel like she's low key done it on a on a to the point where she wants to know us. Aww. you know where she's kind of dug. Like I want to know where they're at. You know, I feel uh, like do, that do about they, most people. Do they fight? Do they oh my really God. fight? No. Do they not fight? Are are they just trying to put up a front? But we've gotten to know Eva. You know, to the point where we've invited her over. To our we house. don't invite anybody. We to don't our invite house. anyone. We they show sure don't. We've they invited, don't invite anybody today. Invited they Ralph. don't Ralph invite nobody. He RSVP'd as usual, but didn't show we've up. We've invited so. Ralph. Hey, we're having a cookout in 15 minutes. Please swing through. <laughs> I mean, Loki. Loki. Eva came through. I Eva Eva might have 15 minutes. And, I got and, five. And, and then she said, "Oh, wow, you need me to bring have so much more time." Eva said, "Eva said, do so you need me to bring ice?" So Rafael Tamayo. Eva said, "I'll bring I'll bring in ice if you need she ice." Brought ice? Oh, she brought sure. ice, bro. Yellow, not like the bad oh, ice. Uh, Y'all need yeah. to chill. I mean, <laughs> but um, but yeah, y'all's win is our win. Well, we feel and, the same way about y'all, and Thank we're here guys. for everyone, not mm. just for the colores, not just for the El Padrinos, not for, we're for everybody. Electric Kitchen, we're here for everybody. I've extended, we've extended our hands out to everyone. Rafa extended his finger. <laughs> hey, wait a our, minute. Our extension is long. <laughs> wait a minute. But, you know. We want to provide that platform. Yay. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being with us. We love having y'all on. We love your your work, your art, your deliciousness. Our Ding. Thank you so much to Coco Andre for being here with us, Cindy and Mondo. We love you. you. You're amazing. You. We're going to keep going because this episode has gone too long. So, so long. I'm going to do a quick self-care corner. <gasps> Um, well, you can you intro the segment, please? Okay, it is time for Rafa's favorite segment, self care corner. <laughs> <laughs> 
So this week, I feel like I've done this before, but I always do these off of reminders that I kind of get in my life or someone around me kind of accepted or did or tried. And I, I think it's important to share with everybody because we all need to do these things. And so my self-care corner for this week is to ask for help. I feel like a lot of people have a lot of pride, myself included, and we don't want to ask people for help because we feel like we got to be independent. We got to do everything for ourselves and we don't want to ask for help because we're embarrassed or worried or we just think we're going to do it best by ourselves. Is this hitting home over here? Wow. So my self care corner is to, to just hint it or text it or write it or whatever works best for you to not get an ego uh, stab or whatever works for you is that it's okay to ask for help Um, we go through a lot of shit constantly daily and I joked with Rafa earlier but I'm like existence is really exhausting sometimes and having people around you if you're if you're lucky enough to have people around that help you or want to help you and love you and care for you lean on them sometimes it does not hurt it will actually often help you. And if you pick the right person, it really is no problem. And they will never bring it back up to you or your face or anything like that. And they love you and care for you. So do not be ashamed to do it. This is really not a jab at you, my friend. This is something it's that I jab at Cindy. No, I not. I didn't take it until you said something. Shut I up. was just going to clarify. I was making a face because I wanted to make sure that people understood. That was a quotable what you said earlier. You were like, existing is really underrated. It was. No, I said it's overrated. It's overrated? Overrated. Existing is overrated. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You completely butchered my quote, but it's fine. Existing is really overrated. It's overrated. So like Why? in order to make it more enjoyable, I think we should like lean on each other more and love each other more and that community and all that makes it more worth it. So that's my self care corner for this week. Um, Now we can jump into upcoming the Colores events. Rafa, will you help me with this one? I sure will. Okay. So we have an exciting event coming up. More detail. (laughs) You listen too much. Um, September 14th at the Latino cultural center. There is the Dallas Mexican-American Historical League exhibit going on show. And your people here at De Colores are going to be a part of it. So you should. Thank you. Good job. So um, we're still working out the details. It could possibly be a live recording, which a lot of you have been asking me for. So if you want to be there, you should be there. It should be a great time. September 14th. Uh, an amazing Dallas Mexican American Historical League exhibit. It has a lot of really incredible images and history of our people in Dallas. And I'm just so excited. I'm very honored that they even wanted us to be a part of it for me. Yeah, personally. Well, I think they understand the value of what we're doing um, and not not to toot our own horn, but because we've been working with so many people that haven't been offered this platform or this space before, mm-hmm. I think it's important. And, and I'm honored, um, you know, that, that the good people at the Latino Cultural Center and D-Mall were able to, to reach out to us because it is going to be a big deal. They're celebrating the 100th year of the Mexican consulate. If I'm Incredible. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and so right. it's going to be a multimedia exhibit. So it's not just going to be, you know, uh, uh, pictures or, or stories. Like it, it's going to be really informative. If Some, they're going to have us there, it's multimedia because what the hell are we? <laughs> you for sure know. <laughs> but, hold on, hold on. but are they going to show the Canelo fight? 
Yikes. That's yeah. the 14th? That's on the 14th. Canelo fights on the 15th. 15th. But the next why day. Why does the Mexican consulate charge $10 to park there? That I don't know nothing about. That's a good question. <laughs> but it ain't going to be there. It's going to be at the LCC. It's not free services. That, that might have got something to do with the city of Dallas, but I ain't going to say nothing. At city of Dallas. Um, so be the there. Okay. Oh my God. I love it too. <laughs> so September 14th, I believe Triple at D. like seven, I could be lying, but I hope you're there. I love meeting you all in person and several of y'all have been asking me for a live show. So get it in before we have another one, probably later this year. And then you'll have to pay for it because we need to have funds to keep doing things like this. So then finally, that is our closest um, upcoming De Colores event. There's more happening soon, and I will give you that information as soon as I have it. Our brown business of the week, we actually wanted to pass to one of our favorite brown businesses of the week so that you all can share with us your favorite brown businesses of the week. It It doesn't have to be local. It has to be a brown business, but we're putting you on the spot. Brown or black business. Girl, talk on the mic. Talk on the mic. Shout out to Alexia in um, San Diego, California. It's called Arte Alexia. She does. She brings all kinds of Mexican imports to San Diego. And she has the coolest murals in her shop. And she's amazing. Very nice. At Arte Alexia. Arte Alexia. We passed our brown business of the week. So thank you. Did you have something to Mondo? Who's your business? Who uh, who makes that vida mezcal? You know what? No, 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 not vida mezcal. Oh, shout out la coyota. La coyota mezcal. I finished that bottle. Cuánto cobra? Oh, I can get you. I got you on the we low. We got you. Yes, That's family. What? La coyota mezcal. That's family. Wow. I I don't have a bottle because I finished your bottle. And I don't like. And that's what I drank on my birthday. And where do and we find these businesses? Cold. Where do we find Coyote? Um, La Coyota is still Coyota? in Mexico, but we Oops. will bring it here for a tasting to Coco Andre Chocolates here. Wow. Yay. So then finally, our last segment for our 39th episode of The Colores Radio, we have Who You Got with <laughs> The Coco. I w- we do have to mention that we will we will be short one uh co-founder for this who you got i got you she is not with us um she's in the motherland living her best life (laughs) i swear pat travel more than anyone i know i'm poor really boo you seem fine oh because i use hopper and i don't even think before i buy it buy it oh my gosh so pat's we in mexico pat, yeah. i'm She's going to mexico later, later this week true y'all yeah. y'all say what up to richard Yay. song mess was good what's popping so rafa wait actually our guests hey mundo do you want to start i uh it's not a relevant but it don't gotta be la santa cilia oh <coughs> i did them before They're who la santa cilia Oh, word. Really? They're uh, they're they're good <laughs> Who's friends. That? You know this guy, this this you know, guy and girl. Man. They they won a Grammy. Also, Miguel. <laughs> Y'all might know him as also. I know him as Miguel. Oh, Ida. Wow. You know. First name basis. Excuse so, uh, me. Excuse me. But uh, shout out to them. Shout out to them. They've been good people. Great artists. La Santa Cecilia. 
They've been on all your uh, fa- favorite soundtracks. Coco. Latinx soundtracks for sure. Yeah, yeah. they did a song for Coco. Raro, Raro Mundo. They did, uh, they did a song for that. So great people. Super humble. And I want to say because of them, I feel confident in my requests. When a, like a trio pulls up to you at a restaurant, I know what it what I ask for now. What do you ask for? What? Um, Gritenme piedras del campo. <laughs> Ooh, that, no. ooh, when they sing uh, that one, though. Pirul? They don't know that pirul? one. Mm. Yeah. It goes hard when you're tipsy. It goes uh, I'm gonna, hard I'm regular. Gonna say, I'm going to say a problematic statement here. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let me, hold on. Let me mark the time so I can edit this <laughs> Where do out. I cut it? Their rendition no. of Amor Interno. Oh, cut it, cut it, hey, cut it, stop recording. Pat, where are you? Pat, we need you. <laughs> is better no. than the original. We gotta go, we gotta I'm go. Sorry. sorry. No, we gotta go. I'm sorry. There's is so I'm sorry. It's, it's, not, it's hard to say that, it's, right? That, that it's not it's so better. much more. It's just like it gets me. You feel like, it in your heart. Like, I want, I she want. She pulls on those heartstrings. I want to have another baby. Damn, no. that's oh, what it makes okay. you want to do. It makes Harden. you want to like go, like pad. cry at a funeral, not no, have it a makes baby. No, have another baby. Like right then, though. <gasps> like, I don't want to deal with everything don't else. Don't play it right now. They might have to leave. I don't, I don't Can wanna, that baby I, be eighteen? Yeah, no, yeah. I want it then. Like, let's go. Like five years or boom. Oh but, my god! No, it, that makes it me makes, cry. It doesn't make me want kids. It makes it me makes cry. Either. It makes it me makes cry. That. This is sad. That makes you want to have a child. I told you to put put it up, but. That's Hell, that and Juanga's live version Woo! also is right there with that, it. That. Oh, hey, yours are pretty good, good, Cindy. Halfway. That Do it like the Coco Flagotica dancers. <laughs> ah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> so those are your who you got? Do you have one, Cindy? That was it. I got Alexia. A shared, a shared Santa Cecilia who you got. Rafita, what you got? No, I've been listening to a bunch of different stuff. I know Maton Music out in San Antonio um, linked us up with uh, my cousin Vinny. This kid who he played that's South the name. by. That's not your cousin Vinny. No, no, no. Okay. Not my. Not, not from my New York. His name is my cousin Vinny. I think he's from California, but he does a bunch of like edits and does his own stuff. Nice. He's got one called El Disco, but he did a version of uh, Cumbia sobre el Rio, or, or Aww, I forget what it's called. That's bon- that's but it's really jam. dope. Well, he did one where the bass is thumping, I and it's really it dope. But yeah, I'm like, yeah. Um, but it's it's pretty dope. I know he's a younger kid. But he played South by. Um, it sounds familiar. At the the Peligrosa house this past year, so um, I've been bumping some of his stuff. So noise, noise. So I'm still on my movie and TV show kicks. Um, which uh, Rafa, we could actually talk a lot more about Ooh. like the shop and like all these okay. other shows and things. I'm just glad you didn't want to talk about sharp objects. I can't. I'm on okay. episode three and I'm stressed out and I have to watch it when I'm mentally well um so my this is who my who you got was supposed to be last episode and i forgot um casa de las flores i don't know if y'all have oh seen it God. it's hysterical it. it's so great it's like a modern novella i love it i haven't finished it because i like to take my things at a nice pace mm-hmm. thank you yep. Mondo. and the next thing that i started watching which i have also not finished because it's brilliant and i um would like to enjoy it what is it it is random acts of flyness on hbo it's brilliant yeah. the creator is from dallas and i know people that know him so i can't wait until he's on this show one day rafa have you seen it i have not you need to watch it your mind's gonna be blown okay i'll watch it it's like very artsy 
but very like I'm not th- I don't know that artsy that art. of a anyways it's very powerful really incredible black art and i am glad to see that it exists and it is rocking on hbo so that is what i have for episode 39 now we can wrap it up here at the colores radio don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media subscribe and leave us a darn review thank you pat like actually go in there and write us a review i was very happy to see that uh shout out jazz hands jazz hands she was popping. she called us the decolonized k-n-o-n which is like a local um very popular radio it used to be way more popular back in the day it was like it that was. radio station that played the like you the jams the lowrider car shows that yes was- the latin hip-hop and all that so I don't, I don't want that one star bullshit we don't we don't thank you miss galmando real feedback so we'd love to keep growing please share with share it with everyone you know people you think could grow with us like your prima that your tia is mean to you but you still love her let us know what your favorite part was tweet us or just hit us up we love hearing from you all we could not go on without your support tell everyone you love to follow us at the colores co if you enjoy our personal thoughts you can follow me at eva arreguin rafa at exile and pat i think at tahin mommy no, no pat, pat dot, dot arrogant, arrogant, but the dot is spelled out. So pat, P-A-T-D-O-T-A-R-R-E-G-U-I-N. Our theme song is Cumbia Anthem by El Dusty. Our audio editor is Rafael Tamayo. We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Be sure and support our guests, Coco Andre, at their shop located at... 508 West 7th Street. 75208 our zip code. Yes. Okay. Con- <laughs> contact us. Oh my God. Contact us on social media or email us at decoloriscollective at gmail.com. Thank you so much again for listening and join us again next time for The Colores Radio. <laughs> that is not a thing. The Colores Radio. De-, De Colores Radio.